Podcast episode 132. Thank you. Damn. Gonna get cussed out. Let me stop. <laughs> I'm not cussing nobody out. See? Anyway, man, before we go any further, make sure y'all. Hey, hit the bill. Hit the bill. <clears throat> Lydia wants to play something for y'all. I think it's gonna get us demonetized. I don't know who's no, song we can't it play is. That. Okay. We can't play it. Why? It, we just can't let it play. She don't wants, don't even worry about it. She wants us to play it while we talk about a certain topic. <laughs> right. I.e. the second topic on the board. <laughs> All right. For drama purposes. Call out a play, bro. The play is Valentine's Day just passed. This episode is actually going to come out super soon. I'm actually going to drop the audio literally after we leave here. Okay. 
So for everybody who's been like, where's the episodes? I've been editing. Matt's been editing. What I'm going to do is there's going to be a small gap from 131 to whatever episode is done, I think 128 or so. I'm going to catch y'all up, but the most recent episodes are going to drop weekly on time. Bet. All right? So the audio for this, 132, will be out whenever y'all hear. It's, it's very current. Bet. So with that being said, Valentine's Day just passed. Good riddance. For me, too. <laughs> and here at the pod, we've always been F Valentine's Day. That's what we've been on. Yeah. Wooly was not a part of the pod back then. I guess that's my fault. <laughs> <laughs> We did F Valentine's Day, I was on. So, and that's, a, that's a, you know, we four years in on this. It's still F Valentine's Day. How was y'all's Valentine's Day? Who wants to start? Well, it was a I, Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Going up on a Tuesday. Did that impede plans? I think it was plans? warm outside. Was mm-hmm. it warm that day? Was it warm? That's pretty it might have been a nice day outside. Hmm. So what'd you get? I did. I, just a bear. You get some pretty wrap really dick. Like, I don't really like Valentine's Day. So Why you just said just a bear, though? See? Because I'm not... Listen, he does things because he feels like he should. Mm-hmm. Because I don't think he's fully grasped, but I'm really not that way. Mm-hmm. We don't trust y'all. And that's we okay. don't. We don't trust y'all. Yeah, right. we don't, tr- we and don't trust okay. y'all. that's okay. That's why I gave it to him. I was like, oh, thanks. And I'll elaborate. We, we don't trust y'all when y'all say it's not that serious. Even when we well, believe it and y'all be like, you know what? You're right. Valentine's Day, we still don't trust y'all. You got to play it safe, fellas. It's weird, though, for me. I, I don't think she really cares. I think more because of Sienna. Like, with Christmas, mm-hmm. we both really don't care. But then watching Sienna open gifts, I was like, oh, damn, maybe we should do it different. Yeah. And Valentine's Day, you know, she goes to daycare, and they, they exchange stuff. I think I posted on my Instagram. Caitlin, like, did all the little baggies for all the other kids. And then it's like, it's more of a bigger deal to Sienna. So then she does want to do some of that stuff. So Yeah. Yeah. And I think I think I'm the opposite. I think a lot of times with holidays, a lot of it's based on like your experiences, right? So obviously, if you probably started in a relationship, maybe early on where Valentine's Day was something that was like climatic for you or climatic for you, then I think you may have a little bit different opinion about it. But I do think there's opportunities. Like again, I, I do believe like if you're in a relationship, date your girl at all times. But I also think there are opportunities where you can kind of like step it, step up, a it little, up a little, yeah, bit. a little bit. So like. I don't know. I, if I was with a girl and she said it didn't matter, like I agree with Kristen. Number one, I wouldn't believe it, and number two, I would I, I would want to change that. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I still want your experience with me to be, hey, when we do you when your birthday, exactly, yeah. So like, okay. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I would even want to vibe with a girl who was on some like anti everything. Like, yo, mm-hmm. like I'm usually anti everything so much that it's like, yo, I'm down to respect certain intervals because I'm a. I'm a person that's like always on the go, so I kind of need those speed bumps. I'm is it anti everything if you do stuff on the regular though? And that's what I'm saying. And I'm probably somebody who's less likely to do that because I'm like, like I'm a I'm somebody who's always on like boom 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 boom. So I always have like the girls I date usually have to be like, yo, can we go on a date or something? Because I'm not all, not intentionally, but I'm not always thinking in that space. I feel you. What he's saying is that's his that's his compromise. Yeah. No, I respect that because he said he's not always thinking go on a date. And I, I just he need likes speed to bumps. chill. Yeah. 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 Whereas for me, it's like, oh, let me make sure I take her out on yeah. a more regular, frequent basis. So to me, I'm like, I'm not doing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> So I can be with you you sheep on mm-hmm. the day that y'all decide to recognize y'all girl? I did see some people outside with other people I don't recognize. But they shouldn't have been. But even but even like going out. But <laughs> like, on the day? No, on the day of, that's who they were supposed to be with. You didn't know that's who they were supposed to be with. Fact. Mm-hmm. 
They was with the right person. Yeah, just, you, you thought see, they were the wrong you person. Seen with the you seen it with everyone else. <laughs> she, 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 and that's the thing I hate about Valentine's, and that's why I'm always big on F Valentine's, because I hate the idea of it being validation. Because at the end of the it day, it is, uh, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, I but hate the fact that, like, it means, oh, I really fuck with you because I still I was with you on Valentine's. I could still, like, slide off with two or three different women on the same day. Bro, that's their conundrum. Mm-hmm. Like, that's their conundrum. It's they so easy to fool, bro. Right, exactly. On the surface. So easy to fool. So, like, that's what I never liked about it. So, like, at the end of the day, like, I could be like, hey, yo, on Valentine's Day, I'm going to go hang out with my daughter, and I can still see you this day and this day. It doesn't matter. Like, so for me, it's like, oh. don't don't, don't use it as a, like, a proxy. The daughter's also a good scapegoat. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it don't. It, but, and do other stuff. but what I'm saying is, at the, at the end of the day, how a man shows up on a certain day is not going to be uh, indicative of how he he's going to show up the rest of the year or how he really feels about you. It's not a culmination. It isn't. So, like, for me, that's why I'm like F Valentine's, because at the end of the day, like, that that's not the proxy. The proxy is, like, the overall experience with that man. But I do think it's dope to, like, send flowers. I think it's dope to think of something unique. I think you can always be creative, and I think, you know, women, they they do enjoy, mostly they enjoy public, uh, like, uh, yeah, It's not yeah. even about you. It's not about you. Yeah. So you got to, like, slide it off at their job or some shit. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? So that's what yeah, they really care about. I always say, yo. That's the weird part of it to me. I actually I respect it. They love that. something more private. Like, if you're going to be the guy to do whatever, even if I say, you know, I'm not really like that, whatever, whatever, if you... Want to do something for me? I feel like you should know. Like I would appreciate it more if it was a. But but Liddy, that's what the comment on that clip said. Because we understand that bitches are in competition with other bitches. Yeah. It's about what they receive, so they can post, so they can let people know that they this idea that they're in this healthy I dynamic. I was literally about to say. That. <laughs> I was like, like, yeah. But Lydia just said, "Oh, I seen people with people they weren't supposed yeah. to be with. No, they was with who they were supposed to be with. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe that was just mm-hmm. day of. No, day right. of gets prime time. That's prime time. That's the yeah. Super Bowl. Yeah. yeah. That's hilarious. It is. I don't give a fuck. I took my sister to brunch. And and I've I've had women literally be like, oh, you didn't send me anything or you didn't do any of this. I'm like, yo, fam. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like literally like a, like a, like they use that as like a checkbox. Like they do. Like as a proxy to our space. So it's not a, it ain't even about you. I had a chick one time when in my single days when I was last single. We were talking and we were on a date and we talked about Valentine's Day. It was around January. I was like, yo, I do not celebrate Valentine's Day. And I slowly don't celebrate Valentine's I, I like the show of love and all that stuff. I'm not going to argue against love. It's just the roots of the holiday. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I told her, I was like, I told her, I told her everything of why I don't celebrate Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day came around. <laughs> Nothing happened. She thought you was <laughs> Right. Nothing happened. She thought I was playing. The next day, got a clean fuck you. <laughs> I was like, you know, I So even like, standing hey. your truth, it don't, that's why. Right, I, I was like, you, know, you thought I was just talking? <laughs> no. But I thought actually, that would have scored, yeah. scored more points. <laughs> no. I'll be honest, and I kept my word. Look, look exactly. Honestly, yeah. character don't exactly. score points, yo, Chris. We've been that, telling no, you that. And I love no. that, because it's like, yo, at the end of the day, he's like, first of all, I stood on it. Yeah. And number two, if you really a bad bitch, and I tell you in January, I'm giving you enough time to pivot. Then so you can go guy. find Valentine. Exactly. Yeah, I wouldn't have been mad at that at exactly. all. We both were single. Exactly. I wouldn't have been mad at that. That's what I'm think? saying. So, like, honestly, it's honorable. It'd be different if he told yeah. you the, the morning that. of the 14th. They don't want yeah. that. That's yeah. why they keep getting their heart broke. They don't want that. No. They want the shit the article tells them. <laughs> no, they want the guy that says he don't do Valentine's Day. And then he do Valentine's it. Valentine's Day for mm-hmm. them. And then she, again, but this she can tell her other bitches. I was with Chris Fredrickson. Yeah, <laughs> and he doesn't celebrate Valentine's, but he got me flowers and chocolate. I got him to celebrate he yes. went against himself. Yeah, he went against himself. Y'all want niggas to conform all day, and then they y'all do. want niggas that are strong, strong and, yeah. and all that. Come on now, man. Come on now, man. Stop. Facts. Okay, I will say women do like that he did it for me thing. Right. Y'all love right, that. Exactly. 
Y'all live in that. Mm-hmm. Y'all, like, y'all love to be a man's weakness, and then y'all want him to lead, too. Right. <laughs> how, is a man, how is a man going to lead if you're his weakness? Stop. Absolutely. No. Real rap. You got to be the love. You're my love, and I'm going to keep leading. You, I'm going to tell you no. I think women really, really, really want at the end of the day, they just want something to be able to share with their friends. I agree. They want something to be able to say, he did this for me. And not you as men, we have to understand that. And see, I respect that. Right. And all I'm saying is, like, for me, is, like, because I'm probably not always in that mental space, not, like, on a negative, like, hey, I don't want you to feel loved and admired. You focused. Yeah, I I just think mentally I'm always thinking about, like, something, like, the next day or the next week. Like, yeah, something (laughs) something real. Not something real. Because it's (laughs) not real, bro. You know what we did on Valentine's Day? We made um, some salmon pasta, homemade pasta. It was Mm, delicious. Flex. We played... um, we're not really strangers, which I, to me, no, I'm so. I love them. You know what? I, like I know what y'all do. We're not really strangers. Is a card game you play to get to know mm-hmm. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Once the Eddie kicked in, I was like, man, fuck these cards. While I was playing the game, I was like, just ask me whatever you want to ask me. Why we need cards to do this? Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah. we we played that, um, and we just chilled. It was more so about Sienna for me. It's not really, you know, me and Caitlin cook together all the time. We mm-hmm. play. We're not really strangers all the time, mm-hmm. even though that's not really. My thing, I, I do, I don't mind, you know, sitting down and having any kind of conversation with her about whatever. So, yeah, we no. just chilled. Listen to um, what was we listening to while we was cooking? I think I just hit shuffle on the playlist, but no, I and, and like I, I see, I'm a, I like the car game because I, I think it's just more like the icebreaker. Yeah, it's a prompts because I do think sometimes you don't. There are certain questions on there. Depending on what level, it can go deeper. But I do like the fact of, like you said, that's really the vibe. It's the intimacy. Yeah. That's what the connection and those things I do uh, appreciate. I think just for me, at the end of the day, like I'm someone who's like, yo, we want to go do something. Let's do it. If we're going to an event. We're going to go out to eat. All that kind of stuff. But it's just like the idea that you gotta like specialize these days already. And like yeah. women almost literally use Valentine's as like their second birthday. It is. So it feels oh. like it feels oh. like. A, it feels like a, like another hurdle. It's not. Uh, you, know, you know what I'm saying? That you got to. He's definitely not about the guy. Willie yeah. cooking. Yeah, he is. And and it's like, you know how much time, how much time do you think men buy themselves with Valentine's Day? I feel like that's for men. It's almost like if I go hard for her on this day, I get at least three months of just. And you might get, get a month. Next week. You just get up. You can you still get, get left next week. No, I'm about to say it depends on when her birthday is. Right. Her birthday already passed. It's a lot that goes into this, Chris. I feel like. How did you perform in Christmas if y'all was together then? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, no, you got to think about it. That's what I'm saying. It's all food to so me. So it's a whole year. It's a whole yearly assessment. So yeah. Valentine's Day don't really buy you nothing. It's yeah. a whole overall assessment. That's what you're saying? Valentine's Day is your assessment for the first quarter. Sheesh. It is. like savage ass women that will keep you until the 15th. And I, and I was yeah. I was away this year on Valentine's Day for work. You know what I mean? Like real work. Mm-hmm. Like not even on no food shit. No, really, I, I was I really working. Nah, 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 work. You a whole nah, meme nah, nah, right there. No, nah, I was. And like literally, it's like when I when I when I got the invite, she had on a clown, a clown. Yeah, and I saw that shit. And like literally, I, when I got the email for work, I had to like screenshot. I'm like, look. Nigga, I gotta be in Cincy. Like, this is the real deal. This is not a joke. You not typed that joke. yourself. I know, I know, yeah. nigga. You told him this in there. Nah. Yeah. Nah, because I'm like, yo, for real, for real, what's funny is when I first seen it, all I thought about was Nori. I'm like, yo, because I wanted uh, to go take her out for Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. That's really who I wanted to spend it with. And anybody who had an issue with it, then, you know, yeah, it is what yeah. it is. That's why I was cut yourself. Like, cut Yo, yourself. if if a shorty, that's that's an automatic cutoff. Yeah, yeah. So, cut yourself. So that, that was the vibe I was gonna be on. So like for me, that's what I was disappointed with. That's when I came back, I was like, damn, I didn't get to do it. So we ended up doing it the next day. Mm-hmm. But yeah, hundred percent. Dope. But yeah, I do feel like even with us being out of town, 
know what I'm saying? Or somebody being out of town, they still expect you to send something or do something. Yeah, so the it, expectation kind of sucks. It creates an obligation. Yeah, it does and suck. I think the obligation, I think that's the what really foundationally outside of the holiday and the roots and the history. It's the obligation it creates that kind of rubs me the wrong way. I feel like you shouldn't go out of your way to not do something. I feel like you shouldn't really right. have to go out of your way to do something. Yeah. I'm sorry. And especially like you guys, like being in like healthy dynamics, I do think it's that's a good time to do stuff for your daughter and like, show them like yeah, that's the love. A, that's, like that's the yeah. man. Like that's to me. Like if I had to th- buy one gift, it would have been Nori. Yeah, that's a good sure. point, Willie. I didn't do nothing for my daughter. I feel bad now. No, nah, I'm telling you that day, like that and Christmas made me be like, oh shit, this mm-hmm. stuff is really more important to her. Because even then, Caitlin be like, yo, we do stuff all the time. We went out twice the week before. Yeah, and you know that's what, what my mindset is. Yeah, but mm-hmm. with Sienna, it's like. When you're at daycare, all these people are celebrating, y'all handing out stuff. I was like, no, mm-hmm. let me make, make sure, like Willie said, you getting this from me. Right. So it's di- it is different. I, I definitely feel. Yeah, like date your date your daughters, uh, fathers. Absolutely. Ooh, bars. Date your daughters. Yeah. Absolutely. I agree with that. Hundred percent. I mm. mean, in the way, I mean, even now, if I kiss Caitlyn, mm. Sienna looks at me <laughs> like, "Yo, what's up?" Like, she be like, "No, give me a kiss." You mark territory. Yeah, like whatever she's doing, like she's kind of, sometimes she'll like nudge her way in between us. Type mm-hmm. stuff. Like, Get out! What you doing? He my man. Facts. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Facts. <sighs> okay. Well, hope everybody had a good February fourteenth. Yep. Hopefully, y'all had a good day. Um, for the girls that realize you want it. Sorry, Ooh. it's good guys like Matt out here that would never do that to you. Never, and don't get don't get mad about it, and don't try to lie to yourself about it either. Don't make excuses. If you just want it, just take for content's sake. And move what are some of the lies? I need to hear them. The lies. I had yes. work. The <laughs> lies that they tell themselves. I had a work trip. I'm going out of town. <laughs> Business trip. Take no, what are the lies out. that the women are telling? Oh, they just believe the no, lie that the, the man Willie got. Willie had all of them. I got my daughter. I got a business <laughs> trip. <laughs> Fair enough. I respect it. <laughs> nah, I respect it. <laughs> I that's, why dudes, that's why genuine dudes like really can't, they can't get can't that, that daughter yeah, shit off. Yeah, yeah, dudes is really out there using yeah, their daughters yeah. as no, a that's shield. A fact. That's Yo, a fact. I got my daughter. No, you it's don't. It's all good. Yeah. It's all good. <laughs> She's okay. across the country. You don't have her. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I wouldn't. what's the, some of the lies they tell themselves to make it okay, though? Like, okay, oh, no, he was at work. No, no, I think this is, I mean, there's two sides, right? There's going to be the... For him. There's going to be half the girls who are going to validate what happened. Mm -hmm. They're going to argue with the man and they're going to stay. And then there's the other half that actually Mm -hmm. are now free agents. And now they got to go to the girl. I'm like, I always knew he wasn't shit. Yeah. I always knew this. He was with his baby mom and they posted on Instagram. This is when they go with their friends and they doing the whole, like, talking Mm -hmm. shit about Mm -hmm. this man. Validation. There we go. Because sometimes you might have found out that you weren't the one through IG because the other jink posted yeah. him. He definitely did. Right. He tried to avoid it. Right. He couldn't. They finally yes, got their reservation to Ruth Chris for that they've been waiting all year on. Bro, see, and this know? is why they shit on Ruth exactly. Chris when I, go, when I try to slide on a Wednesday. Exactly. When I just try to go on a regular day, this and is so, why. So now, now they with their friends, and now mm-hmm. they trying to post that they was outside. Now they sending flowers to themselves. Yep, yep. Trying to make it seem yep. like they had options. Yep. Didn't get that edible. On yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think Valentine's, my bad, Willie. Go I think Valentine's Day on a Tuesday kind of helps you it juggle, does. though. It does. Like it you should. Said, you, could, you could send the Hold flowers. On, let's not put the, on our back-in-the-day hat. <laughs> you, could, you could send the flowers to the job to one. Yes. And that would be enough to keep her. You got to know your chick, too, so yeah. know what she yeah. likes. Send it to her job, and then you got one where you could take the dinner. Yeah, absolutely. Do y'all think y'all could juggle three in a, on a Valentine's Day? You're Fact. sending out multiple flowers. You might have to do the no, same thing. No comment. Easy. No, I'm, I can. Yeah, he's still out here. Well, yeah. yeah, he's still out here. <laughs> he Easily. <laughs> Easy, bro. Secrets now. Easy, bro. Hold on. No, no, no. Stop. Stop. Do females juggle on Valentine's Day? Of course. Of course. You'd I'm be an idiot to think they don't. Do they? 
Lydia, come on. Bro, hold on, no, no, because she's going to cap. If you was with her at lunchtime on Valentine's Day, she played you, bro. Listen. Yeah, if you got the lunch. If you sent her flowers and she didn't post your flowers, she played you. She just graded your dick right there. Ooh. No, I won't say I've ever been that savage, but I have received things and had to like like hide one set of flowers for when someone else comes to drop off another set of flowers or whatever like that. Yeah, what's that? Just pretend like I don't my phone died for a couple of That meme. I seen a meme that said, send your girl flowers and say your secret admirer. She don't text you. That's, that tells you. I was like, yo, that's crazy. You don't get a she text don't, yes. saying thank you or nothing. Thank you. Hey, yo. Or at least, like, yo, some random dude sent me flowers. Right. Something. She don't bring them to you in some form or fashion. Right. She if she don't bring them to you or text, woo-wee. she don't bring them home. Back outside, Ooh, that's boys. A, that's a trap. No, oh, she don't bring them home. <laughs> Fellas about to. Do it. Do it. Oh, no, funny, do it. funny story, funny story, because we probably passed this beef now. Um, well, it wasn't really beef. But during Christmas, you know, at the office, sometimes people give away gifts. Mm. So this dude at Caitlin's, um, the brokerage firm, whatever, mm. whatever, he had cornflake. But he gave her a thing that said, you know, from whoever he is, his name, mm-hmm. but it said to someone special. Ooh. Mm. And I'm like, the fuck? Mm. And really, I don't care. But I'm like, if some woman wrote to Kadeem or to someone special instead of my name, nigga, she would have blew my house. What? (laughs) She would have blew my house up. Facts. Mm. Um, mm. Mm. To to someone special? She's like, oh, you know, well, you don't know whose desk you're putting it on, so you just wrote some. I don't know, man. I don't know. But I don't really care, but. I am not saying to someone special if they are not special. Period. Mm. I don't even think dudes is risking that misinterpretation. Mm. So I, I don't know. I think that's very direct. That's I'm what just I, supposed mm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. Hey, you ain't got to be honest with me. I'm honest with myself. something that someone would do when they have the audacity. Right. We know what to call you when we're trying to, like, not completely hit you in your, in your heart real quick. We know what to call you. Mm. And... Someone special ain't that ain't it. If that, I got that's a card that said to someone special on it at the crib, yeah, that's what I would avoid. Yeah. Wouldn't even bring that in the house. What kind right. of smoke that would be. Right. What do you? What are? What are those Over names? the likes alone. Um, what are those names you call the girl you're beautiful. trying to not? Beautiful. Call her beautiful, gorgeous, mm-hmm. sweetheart, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Oh, they hate when we say I sweetheart. You meant like my good. They don't hate good, it when they like you. They don't hate when you call them sweetheart. No, I'm saying, like, if I was out somewhere and I was like, oh, how you doing, sweetheart? We coming to sit down. Oh, you talking about your yeah. junk? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they don't like that at all. No, they hate that. Yeah, you're right. They hate that. They're right. You're right. Um, no. Oh, she's sweetheart now. Well, okay. <laughs> how her heart sweet? How you know how it tastes? No. <laughs> don't you laugh at that one, bro. <laughs> you know how it tastes. the one to laugh. Straight up. Mm-hmm. Where y'all want to go? Y'all want to talk about Chris Brown first? Let's do it, bro. Is there a clip that goes with that? Or I, I need know. To I ain't the, the one that posted that junk. I was about to say, I think um, Elliot posted. He did, he did, he did. So for people that don't know, uh, Chris Brown came out and he said something about, uh, what's the boy named Blueface and what's his girl name? Uh, Krishan. Krishan. Mm -hmm. I'm so tired of seeing that. (laughs) Me as well. No disrespect. I'm tired of seeing that. Oh my God, I'm not reading all this. Um, basically, uh, yeah, I'm not reading all that. I'll I'll explain it because I I read it. I'll put it on the screen for some of y'all to see. Bet. Chris Brown is mad because people are still holding him to the incident he had where he put his hands on Rihanna. Facts. Mm-hmm. And he's basically saying, why am I still being held to the fire when Krishan and Blueface are publicly on 
your screen or your phone screen constantly physically each abusing each other mm-hmm. and they're getting notoriety but I'll just I'll I'll jump into it I'll say the the notoriety that Chris is looking for isn't the same notoriety that Blueface and Krishan yeah because he's passed they're not on no Grammy stage and nothing like that yeah, they're yeah. on TikTok and streaming sites and all this kind of stuff that's Chris Brown's bigger than that so he's looking to like Grammy uh, Grammy Awards, Grammy stages, and all that stuff, and they have brands and sponsorship partnerships, com- relationships to protect. Yeah, and it's unfortunate, <clears throat> but when we're young, especially as black men, and we do something like that, especially when I think one thing that hurt Chris Brown the most was that photo that was released of Rihanna. Right when they released the photo of Rihanna, I think that's what killed him the most. Yeah, and I think that's what hurt him the most. But I, I don't know. That's tricky, man. I hear what he's saying. And I think yeah. I think Krishan and Blueface aren't really doing anything to help. I kind of didn't hear what he black, was saying. I didn't. It was black. like, bro, you. It well, almost yeah, like when we. Tried to throw the white people in there too. Well, when like, we well, say it, when a hit dog is blah, blah, blah. When a hit dog holler, it's like, bro, they not. Come on, man, Chris Brown. If his career was gonna be over, it would have been over. You mm-hmm. still out here. People still love you. Yeah. You still selling out shows. Was won't he just selling um thousand dollar backstage yeah. passes? Yeah. Just for girls to just get a hug. When you when. You, come on, man! Your career has not been. Your career at a point was hampered by this incident. Yeah. But we all understand that you were super young. We don't know what Rihanna did to him in that car. I don't know if y'all ever seen a Lamborghini. It's tight in there. They small. They not mm. big cars. They, you know what I'm saying? So we don't know what kind of thing transpired between them. But at the end of the day, it didn't kill your career, bro. You're still Chris Brown. We're still listening to your music today. Mm-hmm. I think there's levels. T- I think. I think if you look at Chris Brown's trajectory, where he was headed. Chris Brown should be Beyonce level. Uh, he should. Mm-hmm. He should be. No, I, no, I, I, I don't I think agree with Chris. You I think kinda... what male R and B singers at no, Beyonce? No, no, no. Level? But what no, I was no, no. Let's is... be real. What male R and B singer uh, outside of like say a Michael Jackson? Chris Brown ain't Michael Jackson for me. No, what I'm saying is, is what not. I'm saying is, I'm not. I'm not here to to compare. What I'm saying is just the overall majority. There was a time period where people were projecting him to be on a level to where Michael Jackson could be from a talent perspective. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I guess, like from an athlete perspective, most people felt like he had all the tools mm-hmm. to be at that level. Yeah. Then when the incident happened, it did brought him back down to like more of the gin pop R&B singers that he plays a role in. Mm-hmm. Like he probably never really ever got to that like crossover appeal of like like the white people love and affection that he could have gotten to the point where like Michael Jackson could have did shows in the U.S. at a certain point and it's probably 80% white. Yeah. Chris Brown's show is still probably a lot of like no, I young agree. black women. No, I, I, I'll roll with that. <clears throat> but I just, what R&B singer is at that level now? No, none. There are none. But exactly. Look at how. So who is the, but who is the biggest R&B singer, black male R&B singer? It's still Chris Brown. But, it's still Chris no, Brown. I, I agree. But look at how big he is with that mark on his on his on his. But you did chin. do that. That mark's going yeah. to be. But with imagine you. what he would where he would be at without it. And imagine what's going on with Trey Song. So I, I got a question. About so him. it's like it's like this, right? And this damn, is I hate it. that these are all VA artists. No, no, but this is no, but this yeah. is this is a good proxy. This is a good proxy between black and white and white people. If if t- they're getting ready to tour today, Bieber or Brown or Chris Brown, who? Who's gonna sell more tickets? Bieber, Chris. Mm, I don't know. Bieber. That's the point that that. But do we think Bieber's just as talented as Chris Brown? No. Fuck no. It don't matter. That <sighs> just no. shows you to compare but like how it's no, to be white and American. No, then say, we could say Eminem and all the other people. No, but like, what? I, but what Eminem I'm saying was is, a good rapper, but, what I'm but saying he's is, not as but good as. To, but Chris's point, I actually do think Chris Brown was on a trajectory to get white people type Justin Bieber love, and he would have still had the black black culture behind I don't him. Know. See, that's a lot of what ifs, man. I think. I don't know. I, don't I think know. the real issue is because he touched on a lot of white people that have done the same, and right. they have gotten 
over it or past yes. it. Yes. And that that's a subjective argument because who to say where they would have been without those certain allegations? Look at Johnny Depp. He didn't even really get uh, proven guilty of said allegations. He's still marked. But I will say to just a Chris Brown or anybody who's going through that, white people are in rulership. White folks, just by the word proxy, we're using proxy, by proxy, they're going to be able to uh, sidestep or step over certain blemishes on their record because they are white. This is because the white people that are in charge, are they're white. <laughs> and if black people were in charge and we had some <clears throat> kind of rulership and, and stuff like that, if Usher was in charge of certain things and he could pull Chris Brown up and make some, make some calls and, and really speak to his character, he could do that. But we're not in those positions yeah, to do that. Yeah, but speaking to your character, it doesn't erase what you actually... You did do that. Right. He okay, did. okay, but let me say this, right? Because if we rewind... They was trying to drag him because he didn't let a brown skin girl in his little section or whatever, right? And then when was the, this? In, this happened before that. And then the internet was saying, "Oh, y'all been y'all knew he was like that, and we just gonna act like we don't remember that he beats women or whatever the fuck." And that's where Why? we got to this conversation, right? And I didn't even know so, about. Yeah, we we see, watched I'm him. We watched you, him stop Karuchi. I'm trying to fill you mm-hmm. in. We right? watched him. They, they they said he pushed Karuchi down the stairs. Dang. Not okay. Right. See okay. what I'm saying? So, but then you're still a megastar. So why are you inserting yourself in this conversation with these goofies? That's my point. If they're trying to drag you about the brown woman thing, and then they're throwing extra shit in there that's from back in the day or whenever, even if you did do that, why are you addressing it? But you gotta. You're you're pouring oil on the fire. As as Chris Brown, I will say to him though, if you're if a big mark in your history is you being physical with women. Wouldn't you want to stop doing said things that are in resemblance of that incident? Yes. Yes. Of course. That would just be the smart thing to do. You just can't be like, oh, that isn't the same. No, bro. If I'm if I was known to be a thief and I walk you walk in a room and I'm sticking stuff in my pocket, it's it's you're gonna connect it. I'm sorry. That's just that's just what it's gonna be. So you have to be smarter than that. I just and think when, he ever issued any sort of like apologies. He or, w- yeah, for sure. Yeah. But I'm saying he was kind of past these issues, right. right? You've dropped music that we all love. You and Drake pieced it up. Mm-hmm. Y'all gave us a summer banger. Like, we've been fucking with you, bro. Why are you talking about them and you in the same sentence? It's Why are you even inserting triggered. yourself in this conversation? It was, I, I would guess that it was like a trigger point. Like, Why? Some people do have those buttons. Why? Like, they're no doing that to stay... Yeah, but they're doing that to stay relevant. It, still gonna go off. They are doing that to stay relevant. But I don't think Chris Brown needs to stay relevant. So, exactly. He, he so, my is, point is why even put yourself so in this agreed. conversation? Yeah, I didn't say I didn't agree with you. Yeah. I'm on the side of, because you already know, ever since we started this podcast, I've been asking why we still care about the Grammys. But I also understand as a person that works probably as hard as Chris Brown does, as, as far as his craft goes and the work he's been putting in, he probably like, dang, bro, like, why can't I get recognized on this level? So I understand both sides. It's like, yo, why do you care? You're Chris Brown. You can go tour, like you said. You can go make your money and do your thing. But it's also like, yo, I've been putting in this work. It's almost like us, if we when we blow up, and it's like they have like a pod awards. Even though we're blown up and we have our sponsorships and we're doing our own thing, we still might be like, damn, we putting in this work. Why? Y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all still, it's a, it's a, it's a, but if Willie goes out here and chokes a bitch and then it's part of the show's history, I'm not gonna be trying to align myself with them. Okay. I'm never, I'm never gonna be like, oh, y'all, my man choked a bitch and y'all letting, like, what? What? Yeah. Why are you talking about them, bro? They look like clowns on TV and you're associating yourself with them yeah. and you're Chris Brown. That's my point. No, I agree. Mm-hmm. Why are you even, like, come on, bro. Okay, you might not, you might not be able to perform at the Grammys. People love Rihanna. You shouldn't have did that. Yeah. 
And I want to circle back to what uh, Lydia was saying about the VIP section thing. Yeah. Why? Why? So do... it happened in America years ago, mm-hmm. but it just so happened to happen again in London, and they like straight up told this girl like no black girls allowed or whatever. But he had light skins, and there were a couple of brown women sprinkled in there. I seen the footage, right? So I think it was just butt hurt women, a little salty about it. They definitely, I don't know, whoever the, because it wasn't Chris Brown directly that said, I don't want no black mm-hmm. people here. Yeah, Chris Somebody Brown got people that, that are that. gatekeepers into the section right, right. to tell you you're a eight and it's 12s and up in here. And that's what I'm saying. Sorry, you're not a 12. Yeah. Carry your ass. So I think they were upset. The drug dealer section is over there. Yeah, <laughs> so they were upset and they connected this to the last time it happened when it was America and then the internet was like, well, nobody gave a fuck when it happened in America, but now it's happening in London. You thought you were special, da 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 And then they started dragging him about beating women. I think and women... I, I think how, women. how entitled are you to think you belong in my section? It's my section. And why do we have... And to- if I got Willie bouncing the ugly girls out of the section, respect his word when we say you can't come in the section. Right, yeah, well... Jesus. Like I said, they were upset. Entitlement. I think it's the, it's the trauma, bro. I think... Black women, to a degree, <laughs> we talk about this. They hate, they hate that they have been ridiculed for their image for so long. So anything that kind of resembles someone being ridiculed for their image, they connected to that. Yeah. But black women got to understand that that's a seat. That's you're searching for validation for the trauma and the stuff that you think about. So you think everything is about your look. It could necessarily shoot. The woman could have walked up. We don't know what was said. The woman could have walked up and said, "Fuck you." Chris Brown ain't yeah, shit, and it wasn't necessarily about her color. Or she could have been, like you said, an eight. Sorry, or it ain't even about your color. We got some brown skinned chicks in our section right now that are 11s, and you not it. You not I it. I think they just run straight to that because they want to validate what they think of a person. They want to be like, oh, that I, that's it. That is. They want to point to it and be like, oh, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. He's like that. I and it's no. They don't understand nuance at all. No, they don't understand certain degrees no, of man. of a Somebody situation. Come on, guys. We we've all. Once you get to a certain level, I get to pick and choose who's around me to the 10th power. Uh, I don't. I, that is true. No. Whoever man. relayed that message could have been a little more tactful. They didn't have to be. We're in a club. I this guess, is Chris Brown's hey, section, listen. and you're not bad enough to be over here. You could actually say it just like that. Right, but they didn't. They added a color, and that's why I say you could have been a little more tactful. It don't matter if, if, you it, said if you're that's not my, bad enough to be in here, they wouldn't be saying If that's all my black preference. Women. See, that's. I don't like that. But even then, right, Dean. Go ahead. Go even ahead. then, Dean. I'm, I'm, I'm just bouncing off of you. Pause. Even then. They would say, if you're not bad enough, they would automatically run to their complexion. Uh, I'm not so sure. It wouldn't even matter. What, but think, man, of, think of it the you other way have around. You to smile. Well, and I don't know which city girl is. I'm not sure about that. Any of these, these up-and-coming female rappers, if she... Well, being a dude trying to get in a girl's section sounds crazy anyway. Never mind. Forget yeah. that example. That's going to happen. It probably does happen, but they, they got preferences too. Come yeah. on, man. Anyway, yeah. I'm off this. But Chris dudes Brown. ain't like that. Breezy. They do that, and they tell them no broke boys allowed. I know you be in L.A., but if you want to come talk to us on the pod, I'll make Lydia move. She'll do whatever for you after the show if that gets you on the show, brother. Hey, what? Yo. <laughs> Did you pimp me? You told us you would do whatever with Chris Brown before. I'm just aligning your vision with your, my vision. That? Yes. Do whatever. You let what him ride. Whatever. You would like let him ride on your back and you play wait, like wait. a horse. Now it's whatever. Would you let him do that? Yo, run the, t- run the tape back. No, not for money. It's Chris Brown. No, money. it's for him to come do the pod for he'll, me. Yeah, he'll give you a purse or a bag or something. And he just want to ride on your back like a horse. And you got to make, like, horse noise. How much does he weigh? <laughs> <laughs> Nigga, shut up. You'd you be in here. Shut up. She in here front. How much does he weigh? Like, it don't matter, nigga. You let that nigga get on your back. <laughs> get on your back. <laughs> you let him on your Where's back. Where's the saddle? Yeah. <laughs> oh no God, saddle, spurs and all. You know, he'd be like, giddy up. And you'd be like, yeah. 
the I fuck? That. I don't know about that. All right. <laughs> These girls be lying and let Chris come in here. She'd be like, do you like what kind of horse? Am I thoroughbred? Mm-hmm. And, My you know, Bronco. Elmer's glue? I don't know. I don't, I don't Where y'all want to go? I'm off this. <laughs> now I don't know. Maybe for real. Maybe for real. Now it's maybe for real. Maybe for real. Why, do why for you love for real? He's just so great. You don't know him. He's just so great. I don't care. He's just so great. Where y'all want to go from here? <laughs> for real, come see us, please. That would be dope, but. Yeah. <laughs> Lydia won't let you ride her Let's like go, a Should marry, marry, marry women go to the club? Though. Should marry. Man, we were just talking about the club. It's cool. Mm-hmm. The pivot. Let me turn this down. Where is it? Let's get it. What? Should married women go to the club? I just want to know why does going out have to affect your marriage? Why can't I just go out with my friends, have a couple drinks? Hold on. At oh, the bar. Hold on, time out. Hold on, hold on, go hold ahead. on. You got to have enough trust in the marriage to be able to let my wife or my significant other go ahead and do that. I'm going to tell you why. why. Why are you going out with a group of women without your husband? Time out. Listen, clubs are meant for single people. We go to clubs to look for women to fuck. I'm just telling you straight up. We don't go to have a good time. We don't go to dance. We go to look for prospects to fuck. We're not, looking, we're not looking for wives. We're not looking for girlfriends. And if also mean with the homies. So you know what I'm saying? No, I'm just saying. We, we not, no, I'm not going to see if I'm going to see viral there. You get what I'm saying? I, I'm telling you. No, look. I'm telling you as a man. I'm telling you as a man. This is why we go to clubs. Please pick me. When we see you in the club, Oh, a little light skin there? Yeah, I'm trying to knock that down. So I'm going to come buy you a drink, game you up, whatever the case. So just say you got a husband and you don't cheat. Why would you put yourself in that predicament anyways to get that kind of attention? Because anything can happen in the club, and now you putting your husband in the predicament. What if you turn that guy down and he slapped the shit out you? Now your husband got to come come deal with a situation that you could have avoided by not even putting yourself in that position well, at, at all. That's a matter of opinion, sir. No, that's a matter of opinion. Let, let, well, what's the opinion be, about that? Bree being quiet. Let, let's Bree answer that. That's it. So I'm a little confused. Our... All right, Chris said that's it. We're not going to hear the lady that's, speak. I don't that's like the premise. it. I don't like it. What you don't like? I don't like it. I didn't like how he just compared that. Like, why would you put yourself in that fucking situation? Anything could happen to fucking wear mm. with doing any fucking thing. I get shot in the face right now. Chris can slap the shit out of me right now. I could be driving and crash my car. Why would you put yourself in that predicament? Bitch, I had to go to the grocery store. (laughs) Like, don't don't do that. That's a stupid analogy. So that irked my spirit. However... You went so extreme, though. Why would Chris slap you? Uh I don't know. Chris said he slapped a bitch one time. (laughs) No, he didn't. (laughs) Don't you put that on my... (laughs) Look at one time back. Chris beats women. It's a thing about Chris's... Chris is a violent... Not. Yo, no, I've slapped, I've slapped a female. I, I'll say that on the camera. He was like, <laughs> you did, but, right? but you got like you got to preface it. She making it sound you slapped. Okay, I slapped, I slapped a woman in middle school. Thank <laughs> you, bro. So it wasn't right. even a woman for real. It was not a, the greatest girl, but not as an adult male. No. Okay. Jeez. But also, I also just don't like the fact that some men don't be. They're not able to get past the fact that just because you have those intentions, that doesn't mean those are my intentions. Mm-mm. He's not saying those are your intentions. No, no, he's saying we go to, to the club to Edu- find a bitch. Edu- no, he's speaking, he's speaking to climate. Let let Chris That's educate fine. you. I came to the club for that. I came because I like loud No, it music. don't matter. Y'all are not in the positions y'all think y'all are in. Y'all letting y'all y'all let media tell y'all how powerful y'all are. Y'all are not. A man is solely just trying to protect you. That's it. Okay, that's and fine. I and I will say to your point, he did go to the extreme. I've never seen a man get turned down and slap a slap a female in my life. Me neither. Never seen that. So that was a little extreme. Right. 
But I will say I do understand what he was talking about with the climate. It's literally like you telling your child it's cold outside. Put a coat on. Mm -hmm. Y'all, women think the only thing that they can do after 8 o'clock is go to the club. That's not true. But I'll put a coat on when I go to the club. Hold on. Go ahead, Chris. Cook up. No, no, no. I was, I was going back and forth with y'all. I think um, the only thing that, uh, the only way I really kind of agree with this is because the club isn't the only option of things to do. I, I tell my little brothers this sometimes. I'm like, yo, there's other things you can do when you go out. Yeah. Of course, but I why don't why don't why don't we ever have, see girls' nights where y'all go play pool or play a bowl or something or go laser tagging or something or just go have go read a book. I mean, why you have to go to the club? Why you end up in the section that you didn't pay for, Lydia? Why Whose is section it? is that? <laughs> I ain't with you. Don't say it to me like that. No, I'm just saying. That's what. It. Hold on, hold on, D. I'm about to, I'm about to trigger him. Why? Right. Why don't y'all ever have a, a girls a girls day where y'all go to the gym and, and get these gangs up? Why don't y'all ever do that? Nope, nope. Right, yo, let's go get this. Go get this bitch. Hey, let's, go let's all bench. go hit mixed fit or go to the spin class. Girls do spin class and they do those stripper pole classes and they do paints. I'm just, yeah, I'm just the, trolling. You know, girly things like that where they go make terrariums. And but speak, no, speak whatever. to speak to dude's point though, for real. Like, what, what's up with the club? Uh, okay, I understand why men go there, right? Women go there because women like to have fun. And I understand, but I don't think you should be going all the damn time either, especially not if you're married. You don't need to go all the fucking time because there are other things to do. Mm -hmm. But I do feel like every now and then I got an itch, I got a scratch, and it's called shaking my ass. I want to go somewhere and shake my ass with my friends, with my girlfriends. Okay, we're they can't do that in the niggas. sanctity of hey, my home. I was about to say, why don't y'all do that in the living room? That's it's way more fire. I don't got them All speakers. Come on well, we got them speakers. You got them speakers. So, I don't have those speakers. Well, get, tell your man okay? to buy some I new speakers. I don't have the lasers. Okay, okay? What, if, what if your man has the lasers and the speakers? Y'all, you, you and your friends can't come in? Yo, I'll even let y'all stand on my pristine Z Gallery couch. Damn. See? That sounds fun. I... I still think you would turn it down. I still think you would turn no, it down. No, they would still be in the club. He's your cousin, and you know him. If that was your man, I think you turn it they down. They still would be in the you're club. You're turning it down. Yes. Right. No. You saying I'm not doing that? Listen, let, I, no, no. Let I Willie cook up. You talk about like, like, let No, Willie no, no. I think I think I've I've experienced this, and I have I've changed my view on this one like a complete 180. So like my initial view on it was I didn't care. Like I didn't I didn't care if you know a woman goes up to the club. He says sit up. Yeah, I didn't care. I didn't care if a woman went out to the club, like it didn't really matter to me. But I do think that when we start understanding climate, like Chris said, like when I was able to get out of that zone and understand what the club really entails, I think it's the no place for a married woman. I think at the end of the day, when women go into a club, usually it's either for some form of affirmation from other mm -hmm. men, even if they don't act on it. I also think it's an environment for a single men to attract other women. So for me, I totally agree with Chris. If I'm married to you and I had to get into a business relationship with you and I have to give you all these resources and I have to be faithful to you, for you to go in an environment that is a climate that is 98% single, you, I almost feel like it's like disrespect to the space that we're in. Mm. So for me, it's like, yeah, maybe boyfriend, girlfriend, fine. But if I'm married to you and somebody said, I seen your wife at fucking club XYZ, no, that's just not in alignment to the space we're creating. And usually when you're going out with your friends, those bitches are single. Mm -hmm. So it's usually very rare that you're going out with five other women who are all married. You're not mm -hmm. going to club XYZ with five married women. You're the married woman, and you're going out with four single women for to go sit down and feel validated and feel well, single again. they're chasing dick. 100%. <laughs> and usually in those clubs is where you find so-and-so used to mess with, especially in a town that we live in. Mm -hmm. So you go in there <laughs> just to reminisce and look, go, go show your ex nigga that you done glowed up mm -hmm. for 
mm-hmm. five minutes and mm-hmm. play single and then walk out. Mm-hmm. No, in no shape, way, or form should married women be in the club. Absolutely not. And honestly, it's a data point. If, a, if you got a wife that's going out into the club, you should really rethink the entire space, in my opinion. Especially if they're going I'm consistently. I'm not consistently. mad at that. And I actually more in line with. I don't think she should be going consistently. I said. What that do you think before. consistently is though? Annual. I feel like <laughs> once a year. Mm-hmm. I let you go once a year. <laughs> it's not even a let, but I want to be clear. Like to me, it's like. It's not like a let. No, 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 because no, because no, no, I want to, I want to, I want to make sure I'm clear. If you are with a woman and that's married, number one, we probably didn't really talk about values, but number two, the fact that you have a desire to consistently go to the club, to me, yeah. shows me we're out of alignment. Y'all yes. keep saying consistently. Yeah. Well, no, a matter of fact, uh, no, 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 in the video, period. Well, well when, we think of, when we think of girls like, okay, so to his point, I she never really. be a club rat. I never thought of like, oh, how often does my girl go to the club, blah, blah, blah. But Caitlyn's not like that. She don't go out like that. So if she did hit me and be like, hey, so and so wants to go out, I wouldn't even think nothing of it. I'd be like, okay, cool. Because she never goes. Right. But if she was one of those girls, what was it on uh, Love is Blind or one of them shows? Mm-hmm. And the girl, oh, yeah, yeah, the tall, oh, no, no, it wasn't Love is Blind. It was um, Married at First Sight. And the tall, goofy dude mm-hmm. wanted the girl to stay in the crib. She wanted to go to the club every week. Mm. And he was like, I don't want my wife in the club every week. There's nothing for you in the club every week. Right, no. There might not be nothing in the club for you once a month. Agreed. Yeah. Maybe a birthday. Oh, so-and-so's having a birthday party. All right, bet. I, okay, so. In, in a, I feel like if she want to go to the club. She has every right. Literally. She has many things that she could be doing. It's not a great environment for a marriage. Blah, blah, blah. I hear you. But if y'all have... Trust in each other. No, right? we got because, And I, 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 I'm, I'm trying ahead, to get the go ahead. frequency. Go ahead. I feel like if she does, if she goes even once every two months, if she goes six times in 365 days, it, why is this a problem? I can't go somewhere unattended six times in 365 days? Let me ask y'all a question. That's the problem. Because I was trying to make a point, but I feel like it was a little too extreme. Because I, like tr- I feel like that. I feel like that trust thing. I feel like that trust we'll thing get gets thrown out way too much. Like you gotta trust me, and you gotta also respect me, and put yourself and stop putting yourself in situations where I have to trust you. Bingo. You know what I'm saying? Mm. That was bad. Like you, okay. you gotta, you gotta not do that. That's like me being like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna keep going. Like, like I don't feel like a married man should be in the club every week. I was literally week. about to say, what's the frequency? I don't, for I, a guy I don't feel like a married man should be in the club every week because he right. He when I was going, right. when I was going to the club, on going to, I mean, it was a mix of yeah, I want to be with my niggas, but it was the we best of going both, to dance. It was the best of both worlds where I, I ain't to be honest with you. Me and my niggas, we met up, we linked up every hour. Y'all good, da 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 da. Man, for the most part, I was dolo in there. I knew my dudes was. I knew I had you, you, you over there. We kept eyes on each other, but we weren't dancing in a circle. Yeah. <laughs> we was out here, hey, on what the you pulling? Yeah, that's it. It's hunt day, mm-hmm. and that's what we know. I think that's what we try to explain to y'all. We know the other side of it. We get it. I can act. Me they trusting, know it too, me, though. Me trusting you, me trusting you is also trusting me. Yeah, I understand that you want to go out and have fun. I get it. I'm not trying to knock that. But it's like, yo, these people, there are there are other Kadeem, Willie, and Chris's outside right now, ready to get you. And but ready. That, and that, but Chris has something that was so dope, man. Because like for me, it's like again, now that I'm older, it's like a respect thing. Yeah. I want my my wife when somebody be like, yeah, we're going to a couple. Like, oh, I'm not doing that. 
Like, like straight up. Like, I don't even have to say nothing. Yeah, the fact that you brought it to me and now we got to have this conversation, that's what I'm saying. Now I'm already a little bit turned off by the situation. And so usually, like, for me, that would just be, like, a data point. Now I'm starting to feel some type of way, like, yo, you, this is obviously a space you want to be in, and I'm married to you. Now I'm going to feel real repugnant about the whole space that I'm married to somebody that wants to be out in the street. Why are we even here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's but me. Okay, it makes so the space. It makes the space real tight. It, to me, like that's especially when we use the word marriage, because now I understand how marriage is like for something that's such a woman idea. Why did we get married? If that's the space you want to be in. Okay, wait. Mm. I work Ooh. in the club, and that's I different. will tell you one thing that I do see. I see couples come in there, married ones. The club that I work at is not like a twenty-something club. It's like a thirty-something, mm-hmm. right? They be in there getting drunk together, and I think this is the sweetest thing. That's different. They be getting drunk right. together. Yeah, and together. You, have, you have lounges. She and, might have and, her girls come, or sometimes she'll be without him with the same girl. I know these women. They're You have lounges and bars and stuff like that that are probably more uh, indicative of that. We're talking about nightclubs that are used to be primarily for singles. Yes. That's like... Chris used the right word. It's climate. Yeah. The climate is designed. Clubs would go out of business if it wasn't for singles. Fact. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The climate is designed to link single people together. Yeah, and uh, I've had we've all one of them clubs. They ain't got no couches, or they got like four couches. It don't matter. (laughs) We've all had real life uh, situations. I had a situation in Cabo, yo, when we was at the club, and me and Crystal, we was there together. I was sitting down. We had a little couch, and this white dude was drunk, and she. You know how girls go out, they make friends with people mm-hmm. and all that stuff. It was, other, it, was a, it was another group of black women. They kind of bonded over the night, and they were together and dancing. I was kind of sitting off to the side. White dude kept coming up, trying to put his body on all these, all these various women. They kind of told him off. He kept hovering, and he was talking to one in particular. He was just all in her ear, mm-hmm. like all in her face, and you could tell she was uncomfortable. And they, after a certain point, they all started... They didn't really get physical with him. They couldn't. They were just more so yeah. just trying to talk to him, and he wasn't. He wasn't going for right. it. Well, nobody coming up. And I was sitting there. He kept, and then he started to look at me. I started giving him the death stare, and he started to kind of get it. But then, that won't. It wasn't my wife. You know what I'm saying? That woman was by herself with her friends. Her friends couldn't help her in a particular way that she needed. So I had to step mm-hmm. in for her and be like, "Bro, you gotta, you gotta back up." So eventually, he backed up. But what if I wasn't there? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's kind of it's that it's that kind of stuff that we think about. I know it's an extreme, but it's a possibility. It could happen. It's just something, and I think when yeah. you mix the po- those possibilities with other options, I think that's what makes it a problem for men, because it's like, yo, just go do something else. You can go be with your friends, drink, y'all can talk shit, do all the stuff you want, but you don't have to be in the club to do that. Yeah. So you could take all the prob- possible like issues out of it. And then I don't have to get involved. You don't have to be stressed out. You can have fun, all that kind of stuff. But half, because half the time y'all don't even want to be bothered with us in the club nowadays, anyway. Right. So it's like, why even? Why put you? That's what I'm saying. I think it's a particular thing where y'all no, not really well, telling said the truth. It. It's for the the validation. That, that's what they I'm saying. They just want to be able to be like, no, nigga, I not turn, you, right. not yes. you. I'm married. Yes. Get out my face. But they want and, they want and, that attention. And this is the thing: women will never admit it because I've said this to them. But women still. And they will never say it out loud because it would like hurt their feelings, and then they would find out we know the truth. M- women still have like a pitch count on how many guys approach them when they go out. Facts. And they still, you know, like, hey, when I was 25, I used to turn down 10 niggas the time mm. I would go out in the club. Now that I'm 35 and I put on a little bit of weight and turn I got two kids, three. I'm trying to, exactly, mm. they know that number. Mm-hmm. 
They know that number. So when they get dolled up and they get dressed out with their women, they actually and they, and they also compare, you know, even their friends they compare to. <laughs> so now they know they got four friends and they want to know did mm-hmm. so and so get tens? Yep. This person gay? Because mm-hmm. guess what? Men don't give a fuck about a wedding ring. Nope. So we don't like that's not the you first thing we look at. So at the end of the day, we're gonna still approach you. Now you might come back and say, I'm married, but they're still gonna use that as still got it. Still got it. Especially if the man ain't at home t- validating them every single day. So no, it's a validation environment. Yep. And even with the climate, the climate is full of weirdos. Okay, wait, Where wait, your wait. chick, your chick might get hollered. The married chick might get hollered at more than the mm-hmm. single joints. Mm-hmm. Because we've all been through that. Dudes will be like, oh, she married. That's a even more, that's even more of a challenge. We even when we're young. That's that's honestly is problematic, but that's how a lot of these young boys think. They're like, oh, she married, and I still pulled her. Pulled still got her. her. And I get to be the real side piece because right. she don't want to bring me to the forefront. Mm-hmm. She's trying to keep me in the dark. I get to, oh, he he just left. <laughs> then I get to slide. That's a better. Hold on. I got one, I got, I got one more. Hold on, Lydia. And this yes. is one more tip to this, and I'm not trying to belabor it. Even as a guy, as I'm thinking about as a single guy, if I'm in the club, if that's what I was doing, and I seen a, a married woman in there, I would automatically think there's a fraction in the marriage mm-hmm. already. It has to be. Why is she here? That's why it's approachable. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like you're a my manner. I think you're a, a possibility. And usually when, when you're the side nigga, when the girl's married, it's because there's a crack in the foundation. Mm-hmm. So now I just got to get you laughing. I got to get you feeling like shit your man ain't doing. Shit. Next thing you know. Feeling like you did when you was 20. Exactly. And I was ankles to ears in the fucking car. Ankles to ears in the car. In my car. Did I? Oh, <laughs> no. God damn it. And I, think, and I think that number you talked about, Willie, I think that number is still fool. I agree with what you're saying, but for them to think you still got it just because men hollered at you, mm-hmm. y'all do understand that men holler solely off. Your attraction is solely, your attraction solely is uh, proximity based. It's yep. We assess all the women in the club, and we assess who's the top five prettiest women in the club. Mm-hmm. And those are the women that typically get got, got after. So I think that number's fool, too. Because it's like, those, yeah, you pull 10, but that night may have been, just been your night to be maybe the top whatever, whatever in the club. 17. And it may that have just was been a bad Chris night in the scale club. Realized that he said the top five women in the club, whereas most guys are not that's looking Chris at scale. Yeah, those, those, mm-hmm. that's the Chris No, but I'm scale. saying for real, there's a difference between Walmart bad and... Club live bad. There's I, a difference. In I it. agree with what you were saying. Chris it has the ability to get the baddest bitch in the club. Oh, at most every club, right. no matter where but he's mo- at. But most Miami guys, right. to no. seven Listen, listen, listen. No. Most guys, we understand that you cannot get the baddest bitches in the club. So you got to go for that next level down. I'm with Kadeem. So Chris you're, said you're the usually, top five know, baddest joints in the club. No, that is the Chris like, That's dope. I was like, That's I feel you, Chris, because no, I would be shooting over there with you. No, but no guys are just going in. They want to get whatever they can get out of the club. We understand. So us regular people, we understand when we go in the club. You take the five baddest bitches and you segment them out. Yeah, because they're in the section no, with dudes with big chains right. and shit. They're, they're no, out there with no, the actors, no. the, yes. the athletes, yes. and the Chris's yes. of the world. So no. we and understand the that. Yes. So then we take the rest of the, the pool that's out there and mm-hmm. then we stack rank it. Yes. Then you got to go two notches down from the rest and that's your zone. Especially yes. in the big really? play in your zone. I agree. He said, we all go to the club and identify the top five baddest bitches in the club. I was like, Chris, they do not. exactly. Or they've seen them, but they was like, okay, that's out of my league. I'm not going over there. Exactly. Even Lydia knows, like, okay, that bitch is bad. Okay, she's over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Over here. yes. Girls even know who the five yeah. baddest bitches yeah. in the club. Yes. Because right. they're with the five yeah. most balling niggas dope, in the club. Though, Chris. I wish I had that level yeah. of confidence. Chris was like, no, 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 because they do. That's the thing. But all I'm going to say is... I'm just saying that's, 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 what, that's what I'm saying. That's not the average man's plight. 
Okay. The average man Come is on. shooting at everything in the club. Look, guys, you I guys. know better. The five baddest bitches in the clubs are probably like 20 to 30. Instagram is popping, and they're out there to go level up. They're looking for the basketball players, the athletes, they are. the singers, and we respect that. We do. That's the whole reason why you went there. You didn't go there for the regular-ass niggas. So I'm not going to take you off your purpose for that night. I agree. But Chris Feathers, on the other hand, might can he get you. He could sway you. One, yeah, because mm -hmm. once you realize you can't get the NBA player, Chris is a good notch down. Yes. I do respect that. So I get it, Chris. All right. Listen. <laughs> I was gonna cut that clip. You said my name. No. We well, don't want to go. We've been on this for a minute. What you asked about uh, girls' I'm trips? So... Cause you know Where, it's Lydia? true, Lydia. But you know what? But you know what? No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. Can I please say before Lydia goes? Lydia is speaking as a woman who's not currently married. So being in that environment, being a single woman, it's gonna have a different mindset than a married woman who's not, who's already spent enough time in the club. So go speak. I just want to put that disclaimer. I just wanted to say, normally the women that like to go to the club are, one, outgoing. You know, they want to be social. They love social settings, period. Okay. And two, those are the girls that love to go out looking good, right? It's dark, but okay, go ahead. Continue. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Continue, yeah, but go ahead. Right? So, so why they look if bad you're when a the man come that on? generally likes those outgoing women who love to put themselves together when they go outside, you should... Kind of already know she might want to go outside. Hold up, outgoing women are in the club. You're not that outgoing. Yes, what do you think outgoing mean is? No, that's BS. Yeah, outgoing doesn't mean and making friends with the bartender. They get drinks. They give them drinks. They friends. They're throwing ass to their favorite songs. They're singing. Go skydiving if you want excitement. Busch Gardens is 45 minutes away. That's typical. That's very typical. Well, most girls want to have fun. There you go. Is that the only thing that you can do to have fun? No. That's not outgoing I've at already all. said that, but I'm saying sometimes Lydia. she might want to go out Lydia. and get rowdy Lydia. and be beautiful and, and just have a good old time. Lydia. The club is the only and place you, you can do that. Those we girls, don't if you got one of those girls right. who likes fun, she's going to want to go out. So you better just. Men, I'll just give a warning out. Not every if your week. Chick, if your chick wants to go to the club every week, she's not that fun. She's not. She doesn't not even. Week. She's very closed minded to fun, to be honest. Exactly. That's extremely She likes to hear boring. the same songs played in the same right. order every week. Right. And and most of the women that you come encounter with that's ready to go inside is because they've already went through that fun stage. Yeah. Already got yeah. already got pick and rolled two thousand times, and now they want to come inside and try to wife you up and tax you for it. Exactly. And, and I, I would say, and I think it is fun because honestly, I work at the club, right? So it's not as you keep fun. saying that we know. I know. I I know. I know. I know. But go ahead and say the club. I want to go, exactly. go to the Latin club. That's a whole different shit. That is different. That is so That fun. is. See? But can See? you but date? That's a date idea. Y'all yeah. racist no, right no, now? No, we no, can't no, go no, to the Latin no, club? No, we got to no, go to the no, Latin no, club? No, but y'all know. I'm about to be toxic again. We got a bachata. No, no, no. But y'all don't go to bachata. Thank you. We got a cumbia. We can't twerk. No, no, But y'all don't. Go ahead. I can't do what's in my culture. Go ahead, I got to go appropriate someone else's culture to be okay. The Latin club might be worse for your woman to go to a no, he ain't gonna be doing that. He gonna be spinning her and dipping her. And no, yeah, nigga, they dance close, that. Chris. They be like this on that floor. Man. You ain't never been in them. I know you've been to Omega's for the one night, night, bro. Hell yeah. Yeah, it but look. I won't. But I won't doing that bullshit. Oh, you missed out. No, you I did so, not. Bend that shit over. You hit so <laughs> so <laughs> Chris is funny. Nah. Yeah, no, so that's the hey, real flex. They playing hey. that bullshit, but we oh, still going to twerk. Had that night. I don't know if they still Man, do that. Man, they going to twerk, bro. Fuck no, that shit. I'm not doing all that sidestepping with you and all anyway, that bullshit. Anyway, do y'all want to go to something different? Lydia asked about girls' trips, but... Oh, because y'all were so, so against girls going out. Now, no. what you think she's doing on girls' trip? You know she can't dick? go? Can I, oh, can, I say something? can I say something before we close this? <laughs> oh, my. Okay. Women, women fight for marriage so much. They fight for that yes. level of commitment. 
it so much. Marriage is a different level. Mm-hmm. You, the same the same standards and, and integrity I have with you in a, just a relationship are going to be different in marriage. Y'all want protection. Y'all want provisioning. Y'all want all that. You do not want that stuff. I always say it. W- women just want yes men. Y'all don't really want husbands that are going to say, no, you can't do that. And, and that was Period. the trigger word. But also say yes, and then come with me. No, the trigger word was marriage for me. I totally agree, Chris. 100%. I do, I do too. 100%. Proactive protection. There's a difference between that and reactive protection. There's a total difference. Because I know how begrudgingly it would take me to get married, so that once I get in there, I'm like, and bitch, you still want to go to the club? Man. Maybe she wants to go to the club with you. <laughs> well, the funny thing is that Lydia said they're outgoing. That's outgoing. Lydia, that's different. What she was talking about was going to the club with her friends. Willie's exactly right, bro. Like, if you still want to do that club stuff mm-hmm. frequently, then, yo, we could have just stayed where we was at. Stay where we was at. And she dances. Yeah. Yeah. And then when you go to the club, guess what? Because when we're, si- when, we're, when we're single or boy dating, when you go to the club, I'm calling someone else up. So you're out, I'm out, we both come home. What's the meme say? You come home at 2, I come home at 4. Ain't no kids either. Don't even exactly. throw kids into the mix. <laughs> no, exactly. So I'm here with the kids? Why you out here being... Oh, oh. Why you out here <laughs> d- deflecting niggas? Wow. Are you out your fucking mind? Wild. Oh, Chris, that... Oh, my God. Wild. Yes. And like yo, I said, silly. I'm, I'm more, I'm more, silly, yo, silly goose. looking Damn. silly. Think about to make me catch the Holy Ghost. Because yo. Caitlyn is so like anti all that stuff. If she was like, my homegirls hit me up to maybe go out, I'd be like, if you want to, but that would be like a real one off. But if she was like, oh, we going to such and such tonight, or we going to such and such tomorrow, we going to, I'm like, what? Yo, I want like to be here yo. with Sienna. Cassidy, Cassidy crying at. Uh, 11.30 at night, me and having to soothe her hits is a little weird now that I'm thinking about you in the club. Yep. Oh. In a, in, with other throwing d- ass. It's yeah. extra Fuck weird that. now. Yeah. Exactly. No. That song, Come On You With Your Girls Throwing Ass in a Circle. I'm over here. Niggas ain't out there plotting. <laughs> wow. And Lydia just told us they like to shake ass, so they married shaking ass. And that makes them out in the back. I know. And we, out there, <laughs> and we out there at home on some, like, happy to be here. Okay. Shit, mm-hmm. Waiting for Yo, you to come home women drunk that, and hoping to that fight. Let me practice. Ca- no. Wait, wait, wait. Then I catch a video right. and you in the section, but what I know y'all didn't spend for no section. Exactly. So what niggas was you with? Mm-hmm. And when then, I say throwing ass, nah, I actually don't think don't any woman should be next? like hands on her knees throwing ass. That's the only way to do it. Anyway, next up. <laughs> next up, what y'all want to do, man? Women uh, shouldn't get child support unless married. Let's go there. We talk about marriage. Bet. Back from a quick break. Uh, should married women. No, no, mm-hmm. we did that already, yeah. Women mm-hmm. shouldn't get child support unless they're married. That's what we're going to do. Uh-oh. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. <laughs> this shit going to be funny. Yes. I think a woman should be able to get child support unless she was married when she got that child. If you were just out in the street laying with a dude. <laughs> let me tell you what. Let me explain to you what would happen if they stopped women from getting child support and um, uh, all kind of welfare for, for children. If they stopped them from doing it and said you could only get it within a marriage, you'd have less of these kids running around Henry County and everywhere else that's out here robbing, stealing, and shooting. Because 80% of all men who are in jail, guess what type of household they come from? Single mother. Single mother household. I don't even think a Hmm. woman should be able to get child. React. Quick. Um, I agree. Okay, perfect world. Sure. I hate when you and Elliot say that. I hate it. No, I, I just don't like the lack of a... They be like, perfect well, because they just, they you know... it's a, But it's a bar. That's all it is. It's, it's a, a bar, exactly. It, it's yeah. a bar. It's a, it's a threshold. It's like, all right, we're not doing this unless we're here. So, so I'm not having a kid with a girl that I just, like, if I can't see future with you, why would I do that? But women don't look at it the same. 
It's just a bar that would create incentive for women to get married before they actually lay with a man. And Shit, then it I, might it might push people to actually. I uh, wasn't even thinking marriage. I would just be more thoughtful in who I'm actually doing this with. Yeah, that's that's kind of what I'm that's kind of yeah. what I'm saying. Um, I think it would create that. Uh, there's it's the opposite now. There's more incentive to just have sex and have some, a, a man's baby because there's more perks on the other end of that. Mm-hmm. I think when we put more perks on the other end of marriage, it'll actually make. I wouldn't say it would make better relationship. It would just make us take our take our time because to because to start a marriage, a man has to propose, so he still would have to make that choice with you. It isn't like a woman could just say, "Oh, we need to get married. Let's get married now." She she wouldn't be able to say that. Mm-hmm. Men control access to relationships, like we say. That means it would be it would be more balanced on both sides. It would give women more incentive to actually wait before you actually let him shoot the club up, and it would actually have men. I don't know if it would give men a perk. I guess it would. No, these broke niggas would be proposing every other week. Yeah, but then <laughs> you they ain't got nothing to lose. Take half of what? But do you think women, would be married? Do you think women will would be quick to say yes and no? I think well, they would. Sadly, you have to start the choice to say, say no. Yes, one because mm-hmm. women want to get married, and two, just because we, we get swept up in their feelings. Oh my god! That wouldn't make y'all think more We're like, okay, married. do I actually want to do life with this person? I love him forever. Yeah. yeah. So it, that's women don't think go. about Isn't doing it, life they, no, together. But, that, but that's, that's what the you, problem. If you're doing a child together, you should think about doing life together. I agree with you. Mm. But y'all don't think saying, about that. Yeah. That would, just like, oh my God, I love warm fuzzies. He wants to marry me. I think what Kadeem said is the key. It, it would literally, forever. it would couple those two things because those yeah. are the two, the two things that you you do life together. You're forced to do life together when you have a kid, and marriage is the the messaging of me saying I want to do life with you. So it actually couples those things together. So I think what he said actually hits it on the on the head. Yeah, yeah but I don't agree with the statement in general because. But why you shoot the club? But you know, why did you let him shoot the club up with a uh, without no wearing a condom? But, but, why would you let a dude fuck you that you're not cool with the consequences of what happens you, when you, you know, fuck? But you know who would really be harmed by this? We're, we're thinking too too narrow. The, the the industry that really get hurt by this mm-hmm. is the Instagram thoughts and the the people who are out there chasing like the ball players and the mm-hmm. rappers. Because then they would know that I don't even get child support unless I get them to marry. So their intentions would be different. <laughs> they could it call it an industry. Yeah, no, it <laughs> is. That's, that's an entire like, pay, it is, like it environment is to be in. Yeah. So what I'm saying is, like, think about it, right? If you're if you're one of those women in your young age trying to go out there and like get a nigga so you can get money, if he only could get that money if you married him, yeah. then that would have to change your entire strategy. You'll put the power. And then honestly, it would it would actually make you fall back because you realize that's even harder to get this man to actually do life mm-hmm. with you. To commit so, to me so for exactly. real. So your yeah. only goal would be okay if I'm gonna get pregnant. By this nigga, I know I'm not gonna get a check, so I'm gonna have to monetize the fact that I had this nigga's baby and hope that a reality show picks me up so I can get money. And they knew they wouldn't have a conscious, uh, a constant stream of income. Okay, so so that's the me who would get hurt. Yeah, you're right. No, Lydia's 100% right. All you broke niggas, this probably wouldn't change anything because you would just be able to say, I get married because you get half of nothing. Mm-hmm. You don't yeah. pay child support now, you get it child support then. Do it again. Right. I totally agree. There's a segment of niggas this wouldn't even matter because you niggas would say anything you need to mm-hmm. fucking be with the woman. Let's talk about the niggas that really have something. That's right. what Uh-oh. it would impact. Yes. Now See, Niggas who really have something, those are the no. Because look at the mission, though. Yeah, What's right. underlined? Now, yeah, but those niggas, where? But wait, see, because we already know those guys exist, but we always talk about the bar, right? But, so, but the same way we talk about the bar that they step over to let him smack is the same bar that was equals having but, a kid, bro. But, but what I'm so saying, so why not? 
elevate what's going to make me want to lay with you. Right. No, that we should elevate that. But what I'm saying is that men, especially depending on where you're at, some men have a scarcity mindset. And if they thought that in order to get married, they needed a smack, especially they don't have resources, those niggas are going to jump between those hoops. I, I agree. Like but I get yes, that. But I've it, had three broke niggas propose to me. Right. I believe have that. What? Like, totally believe that. When do you look in the mirror and say, all right, what about me, says broke nigga proposed no, to No, no, I totally agree. And I, two, no, and two, like we can't. Scarcity mindset. Yeah, for the guy. Yeah. But you didn't you didn't say yes. But, of course but, not. But, so, so you do have some discernment with your decision making. But, but, so but, why doesn't that go into the point of having the baby, Willie? But, she just said I had three broke niggas ask me to marry but, them. But what, I'm, but what I'm saying is, though, niggas who actually start to have something, and some guys, as they start to learn themselves, they're already going to be pragmatic about both. Mm-hmm. What I'm saying, what I'm saying is that the yeah. industry that it's really going to impact is there are some women who go in and literally go in for this temporary mindset of trying to get child support. Of course. Mm-hmm. And so what I'm saying is, if you had to switch a woman's mind and now say I can no longer get a nigga on a, a humbug and I got to actually go the long route to get paid, mm-hmm. it would change their perspective. What I'm saying is, a lot of men and women, depending on where they're at, they both have short mindsets. Like you said, a lot of babies are happening in spur of the moment. Yes. So there's one, there's a whole industry that's built on like, let me take this nigga, like the whole Britney Renner thing and let me get them for a short time, mm-hmm. let them fuck me, put, shoot my club up, now I'm getting a check. If that was off the table, women would have to recalibrate that entire experience. See, Brittany Renner yeah. said they was in love. Y'all trying yeah. to, y'all trying nah, to tell, but what I'm no. telling her story. But what I'm saying is, what I'm saying, so with Brittany Renner, what we're always saying is, but now you'd have to prove it because you'd have to get the nigga to marry you. you mm-hmm. love, love, love is the dream that women sell to men. Yes. Men have a dream that they sell to women, but love, that in love stuff, is the dream that women sell Bingo. to men. Bingo. And um, what you're saying is on point, but I also think that the man that has something to lose is the only man that's going to get the yes, too. So I, I still think it kind of like cornholes them to a degree. But at least, gonna, no, but that, no, but him. some stupid park bitches that's going to be like, okay, oh my but God. That, but that, yes, those are equal. Right, right. Those are, them, yes, exactly. They, gonna, they align. Watch they each should, other out. Right, that's what I'm right. saying. But what Chris so is saying, well but, suited. But like you just said, the mm-hmm. better guy's going to get the yes, which means he's raising the bar. Right. So I'm saying we can't say we're going to raise the bar on just fucking all the time. But then mm-hmm. when it comes to marriage, it's like, oh no, it's a different. Yeah, I get it. It is an industry. There are women that do that. Most of these women don't even get to play that game. They're not even halfway into it. They think they go get a BBL. Now they're bartending here as a bottle girl. That's not the game that those girls are playing, Willie. Mm-hmm. And they're, really they're not like, even in the same vicinity. They I don't agree. even live in cities with basketball teams. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they don't even know what they're really There's doing. There's real women out there that's they're, really yes, doing that it. is their strategy. We're mm-hmm. not even talking about them. We're talking about real women that really want to. Shout bitches that really get NBA players. I actually really, <laughs> so, I respect y'all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I no, for real. Because that's a game that they're playing yeah. that a lot of these girls of, think they want to play. It's a nine they, to five. Yes, they got to get get out every day. They got to eat healthy. They got to go to certain events every single day. They need to know how to turn their feminine on. They need to, like, they're doing stuff that y'all don't even dream of. You got to get mid level niggas to pay for the things to get you into those yes. other spots to get to the yes. high niggas. It's a whole it's industry a whole, out there. Yes. So well, I, we're not talking 100%. about that. 100%. We're talking about the regular, the, the, the larger chunk of the, 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 the bell curve. Mm-hmm. Yes. No, I don't even say average. I want to just say the larger chunk of the bell curve, not the outliers. Sure. Mm-hmm. sure. And, right? I, and, and I think they're... Uh, those those women, they're pawns and Agent Smiths, bro, because the real industry that's being will be hurt by that is the government. You would have less child support, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. less less chunk of the pie for them to take. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's a that's a portion that uh, women don't understand. Y'all are being used, yes, to yeah. a degree, and it's also like like Willie said, y'all also lose on the back end when y'all have kids. But who wins ultimately? The government don't have to uh, put your kid to sleep at ten thirty. Nope. Let you take care of my property, and I get a, a portion of the money. Yep. It's crazy. 
That's a good topic. That was a good uh, good little clip. But yeah, that's weird that though, because Willie went at it one way, you talked about it different. And I'm just like, yo, this it would really elevate the bar. <laughs> I, I agree. It would make more men have to step up. Like, Lily's not dumb. The broke niggas didn't get the yes, bro. I've been proposing, you know, and they love flexing. I've been mm-hmm. proposed on by three dudes. They was bums. Mm-hmm. They were. That, I would. That's not a flex. Don't say no, it again. I wasn't flattered. But, I was not flattered. All but, was saying is, but that that you knew that. Hey, I'm not supposed to be around right. these guys. So why not have the same thought process in who I'm having a baby with? I mean, I I, I had a surprise nut. I didn't expect it. <laughs> yeah. still, there's a All million the, ways. There's 41 different well, types I got of questions. Go ahead. He said, but, but, no, 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 I was pregnant. And, and Lydia, wait, 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 wait. and Lydia, honestly, honestly, <laughs> you, you, have, you, have doc- Lydia, <laughs> you have documented, Lydia, that obviously that you probably really wanted to have the kid because the guy probably didn't have much. But you also would understand some women would have to be very thoughtful about if they are in that situation, if they end up keeping the baby. Yeah. Not to get in people's, yeah. you know, political or religious mm-hmm. views. Yeah. But now that you have this baby and you realize that there's no check coming, mm-hmm. how do you show up? Oh, oh, I there I would know, be I a you, no, but I do, I do actually believe there would be a lot of you know pro lifers that would all right. just switch over right. all of a sudden. Right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. They'd be like, right. oh well. Especially, especially if you get a nigga who just like this is really true. Like, nigga, you know I'm not gonna do shit for you. Right? You know right. I'm, not, I'm <laughs> out of here. <laughs> You're pregnant. Right? I got here. six oh. more baby <laughs> moms. Yeah. They ain't exactly. getting shit exactly. from me. You're like, yo, bitch, you guessing? Like, you right. out of here? And it, it, it also, it, I think it protects y'all. I think it puts two safeguards on y'all now. Mm-hmm. Now the man has a divorce. Um, what's mm-hmm. the uh, alimony on his back yeah. end? Child support on yes. his back end. He got to think about a uh, multitude of things. Yeah. In in order to just leave you out outright. Yeah. <laughs> nigga, what like, do y'all think? The nigga didn't have to get tired with child They gonna talk so much shit when you're pregnant. What um? <laughs> what you you're good. Damn, what do you what do y'all no, think about? I just know if you don't have child support and she say you're pregnant and y'all not together, you know how much shit niggas would talk. Yeah, they would mm-hmm. go crazy. You know, because when you're pregnant, now we gotta kind of be nice because we don't know which way. Yeah, it's we don't know what you're gonna do with us. Niggas like damn. They like wow. That's crazy. We not married. You gonna, just, you gonna put my last name on the birth certificate? What, what you gonna do? I'm just saying there's gonna be a segment of niggas that's gonna act different. Let me just go ahead and send her twenty dollars. So I'm just saying there's gonna be a population yeah, that's nah, gonna act different. Dudes are like, no, no. you can't do nothing to <laughs> exactly. me. Exactly, they gonna right. be with the other bitch like, bitch, stop texting me. That's why. And that's like, why. Let me go ahead and drop off some groceries so she don't put me on child support. Exactly, niggas would run amok. Willie went toxic with the energy. No, they would. He's right. He's right. No, he's right. He'd be like, they'd be like, bitch, what you telling me for? It ain't mine. It's less accountability. He said, I had the Jimmy hat on extra tight. It ain't ain't mine. It ain't mine. And banged on her. (laughs) It'd be a lot of minutes. (laughs) Yo, yo, he he talking about stopping shooting this nigga. No. Hey, I'm my Lena cousin partner. You gotta stomp his ass out. Like, bitch, I told you this shit ain't mine, nigga. Sorry, right, yo, my bad. I really do feel like no, the partners just be real. out here running rampant. Oh, no, shit. but that's real rap, though, because I'm not. Y'all ain't never seen Menace? Y'all not laughing? No, 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 I've seen no, Menace. No, no, that nigga died because of this because <laughs> of a situation. Died. Mm-hmm. Whole crib got shot up over this baby mama shit. It won't even know street oh, shit. Exactly, on some mm-hmm. literally because he got a bitch right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So I said it message. ain't mine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, but that's the truth, though. Like the accountability, that, and honestly, Chris is right. The government it wants to have a control mechanism for black men or men in general. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that child support is like a carrot that they can hold over your head. So mm-hmm. Chris is right about that. Mm-hmm. Some real shit. So it'll never that's happen. Ain't never happen. Yeah. So, like yeah. I said, perfect world. Yeah. Aspirations. Yes. We want to talk about the, the coddled men. 
Let's do, do it. it. This is a good one. Let I think she she snapped on this one. I haven't seen this one. So. She snapped on this one. Common generalization in the black community. Yeah. What? Yep. That black man ricotta. The saying goes, mothers raise their daughters, but they caught up their sons. Y'all know me. Y'all not going to like what I got to say, but I'm going to say it anyways. It's brought up as form of freedom that the boys had over the girls. The girls were made to stay in the house, cook, clean, and even help rear other children. The boys were allowed to go out. Nobody said anything to them. Nobody checked up on them. Do whatever they want. Come in when they got ready. Definition of coddling is to be treated in a indulgent way or overly protective. In this particular case, you guys are speaking to neglect. Most black men have been the man of their house before they even became a man, which is why a lot of them internalize that their mother is their responsibility. She has been for quite some time. This is also the festering grounds for emotional incest. It is commonly stated that boys are easier to raise than girls and what they're actually saying is boys are easier to neglect than girls. This preferential treatment that they're referring to is boys actually becoming an adult faster than they can process their own childhood. You'll often hear black men say a woman cannot raise a man because we oversee a lot of things that the boys actually need in character development and rearing them. Anytime the preferential treatment of black boys is brought up, nothing is indicative of an actual privilege. Nobody ever mentions anything like being fed differently, clothed differently, emotionally treated better or disciplined better because black boys do experience high values of abuse. Their behaviors were enabled to a degree because they had to contribute financially to the household. If your brother has had a baby before 18, sold drugs, or even went to jail before 18, he was not coddled. It doesn't fit the definition. Damn. No, she snapped. Yeah, she was going crazy. I feel like there was so much in there. Yeah. It was a lot. <clears throat> I want to chew on every sentence, but I can't. Um, I, I want to key in. I think I want to key in. The thing that stuck out more to me was we're neglected. And I will say I do think we are. No, I, I agree. think daughters are seen, even when before daughters come, we're thinking about how to protect them. With boys, it's more so like, we're more so, if they scrape their knee, yeah, we're thinking, about we're thinking whatever, whatever, mm-hmm. but we're not even thinking about how to even prevent them from scraping their knee. I'm thinking about how to prevent my daughter from scraping her knee. Facts. But we don't think about that with our sons, and we also just let, uh, whatever happens is going to happen, it's going to make them stronger, da 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 mm-hmm. I think that's the thing that stuck out to me, and just coming from, I wasn't from a single-parent home, but my dad wasn't always around due to maybe just disagreements or just the military, so my mom would tell me a lot you're the man of the house now. And I think that did have certain effects on me to a degree. Mm-hmm. And a lot of men, a lot of boys get told that. And I don't think that's the right thing to tell a boy. You're not a man at all. You're not. And then they also think, when you tell a little boy he's a man now and the certain things that he does in the household, he attaches that to manhood. But you're not doing anything that's damn near close to you being a man. Yeah. Right. So I think that creates a warped reality of what manhood really is. And then, even though I didn't suffer from the thing, the attachment to the mom thing, I've seen a lot of men who are like that. They feel like, and there's nothing wrong with holding your mom down as your parent. You should honor your mother. But there's a lot of it's unhealthy balances of relationship mm-hmm. where you are, your mom can do no wrong. You kind of, you treat her more so like your wife. I've seen it, where she can call on you for anything. And you gonna drop everything and go, and I think that's unhealthy. Just me personally. It's a little icky. It's a little unhealthy. I just am trying to figure out, how, like, how how are we defining neglect, right? Because as a woman that's trying to raise a son, I mean, 
not entirely by myself, but mm. I do think I put, I spend more time thinking about how he can be prepared to navigate the world mm. on his own because people don't look out for men like that. People don't look mm. out for grown men. Yeah, no, right? So I feel like you need to be prepared for that. I want you to go outside and scrape your knee. Mm-hmm. I want you to go outside and, you know, you and this other little bald head kid are having an argument. I want you to duke it out. I want you to f- figure out how to navigate those spaces, I guess. <laughs> right? So it, it actually happened. My, my kid ran upstairs talking about, so-and-so hit me. I was like, if I come outside and I tell them, hey, don't you hit my son, they're going to call you soft. I'm not soft. doing it. Um, I Can think, I- I- go ahead, go ahead, Willie. No, but I think, Chris, you brought up two really good points, and I, I, I want to build on this. I think it's really this idea between pr- uh, protection and preparation. Yeah. And men are taught very early on to, to prepare, and women, are, are, our daughters are more about protect are about protection. Mm-hmm. So at least when it comes to boys, like I said, at the end of the day, it's always like, let's prep this person, let's prep this person. Mm-hmm. A lot of boys, especially black boys, do are raised in single-parent homes. So because moms automatically understand that there's certain things they cannot protect them from because they feel like their way out is saying, hey, I'm not a man, I can't do, I mean, uh, I can't protect him from this, that, and the third, Mm -hmm. they think their uh, strategy is more like, let me prepare him. So they start putting them in spaces or things, like Chris said, before they're even ready. And to be honestly, a woman doesn't have a good proxy or even understanding of when a man should be exposed to certain things. So they literally just kind of put it all in a box and basically say, well, I'm prepping them, I'm prepping them. I'm telling them about sex sets. I'm telling them about how to do this at 11. I'm telling them these chores come, preparing them to be a man. But she doesn't have any proxy of what preparation it takes to be a man. So when she's even faced with that conundrum, she just goes, hey, I'm doing the best I can. I'm doing the best I can. And it really does lead to, like, a lot of those downstream impacts that she's talking about. And Chris is right. And when it comes to boys, it's easier to just sit there, especially for single black moms, to wash your hands of it. Mm -hmm. Whereas men, I can honestly say... Because I was in a hybrid, right? So I got I had lived with my mom and dad, but my mom and dad started to split when I got in high school. Mm-hmm. Probably the most formative years where a man really needs to like be locked in with his son. On some man, like on some man yeah. shit. It's really when they're older, because yeah. that's when he need because he understands that he's really not ready, but you think you're ready. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the that's when men yeah. really got to step yes. in. Right. So my my point is, at the end of the day, that that is where like this idea between preparation and like uh, uh, protection really like is a battle between a men and women. And I do think that for men, you really do need a man to come in and really say, what are you preparing for and what can I still protect you from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, to your point of protection and preparation, I still think there, there are one size of a bigger picture than children need. I think when you're protecting your daughters, you're more so just shielding them. You're, no, you're not really teaching them how to maneuver, how to carry themselves. You're just saying, oh, don't go there. Don't do this. Don't do yeah. that. You're more so just uh, 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 yeah, blocking yeah, yeah. everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And with sons, it's more so we're, we're prepping. We're more so just trying to predict the future and say, mm-hmm. this is what the world is. This is what you're going to have to do. Instead of saying what you should do to not even encounter this kind of world. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? We're more so just saying, this is going to be a given. You're going to encounter this, that, and the third, and you got to do this, that, and the third. Instead of saying, if you're this way, you'll never even have to touch this I, side of the I think Willie hit world. it on the head, though, because mm. I, I kind of went through the same thing. My parents started splitting more so. I mean, they were always going through stuff, but in high school is when they really, really started, like, the fracture came. My dad moved out. Mm-hmm. All kind of stuff started happening. And like Willie said, that's when you really, I mean, those were the days where I was dolo a lot. That's yeah. when I needed somebody to come in and be like, all right, you don't want to go through that. Or you think you're grown. You're doing, we're making grown people decisions at those times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
And we don't have somebody coming and be like, you're not grown yet, or these are the consequences, or this is how this could play out for you, or nobody to even give like the real, like some real, real information about what am I actually dealing with and going through. Where's your daughter? Like you said, we're always, it's almost like she got saran wrap, like, oh, not saran, bubble wrap around her. Mm -hmm. I don't want nothing. Like you said, I'm trying to keep the scars off Sienna. Mm -hmm. But if I had a little boy, I'd be like, oh, you good, get up, put some dirt on it, you good, keep it moving. That's a whole different mindset. I didn't even think about it like that. I think I don't know. I, I I just feel like I definitely respect the fact that a man or a young man needs a father as he's a young man, like as opposed to a boy or a super little kid. And I feel like where I'm at right now is I, I'm focused on those things, like the very basic things. Do you know that you should get up and wash your ass? Mm. Can you make yourself a grilled cheese sandwich? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Do you cry every time some random shit happens? I want you to go experience things and have fun. I'll be right here in the background. But when it comes to that that be a man stuff, I already know I'm not equipped. I'm not equipped or yeah, prepared, and I don't to, know what the fuck I'm the talking about. To the point of what so. she was saying was, like, I never even thought of it as neglect, but the way we treat our daughters and young girls is so different from how like young boys are treated. It, mm-hmm. You could almost characterize it as neglect. Like he, he can make a sandwich, he'll be all right, and you just leave him in there. And she actually made the point that Lydia is actually making. She's yeah. saying that because women, most at a broader level, understand that they can't teach a man how to be a man. That, that by definite, by like default, you almost like naturally do neglectful things because you've already yeah. accepted that I can't fill that gap. Yep. Mm-hmm. So instead of like like literally trying to bring another man or do something else, some women will just say, you know what? I can't teach him to be a man. Yep. Yeah, or, you have or to they figure over, it out. Yeah, yeah, you got to figure it out. Or they overcompensate right. what they think a man is. on Because mm-hmm. y'all just see us at a surface level. Mm-hmm. It's almost like us trying yeah, to understand what a period feels like. We'll True. never understand yeah. that. Good point. We can look at the surface and say, hey, you need a tampon or something like that. Like It's like me trying to teach Kennedy how to circumvent, like how to how to navigate that. Mm-hmm. Like here's some tampons. That's going to be me helping her, but just her mom's going to be Just telling the instructions are able, in the box. Right. No, but her mom's going to be able to be like, yo, I know this is what you're feeling. You're feeling this too. Mm-hmm. Oh, so also, also, I'm not even saying this is what happens. Also, your your right foot gets a little tingly, don't it? And she'll be able to, no, but I'm just saying, she'll be able to speak to those certain things that'll make you more comfortable. And I always, Mm -hmm. I think womanhood and manhood are curriculums, yo. And I think a lot of the times when women are by themselves with a son, they just throw the whole curriculum at a son instead of helping build up through addition, simple simple uh, math, and all those certain things up to calculus. Once you get to the high school phase, that's almost like the calculus of it. Mm-hmm. That's why you need the actual father there because your mom can say certain things, but it's not going to hit the same way as your father actually yeah. standing in front of you and saying those very same things. Bro, and, yeah, and, and I it, can't wait. pull up on my son uh-huh. when he's 15. That He's probably going to be three times bigger than me. Hey, Lydia, but then and even the idea, like, very early stage, right? And I know this is, like, super, you know, in, in depth here, but what all I heard Chris say really is, like, your parents are the first phase of really being seen for somebody actually to meet you where you are. Yeah. Right. You look for your parents to first validate certain things about you that you don't even know how to express. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you be, get seen by your parents in that way, it actually opens you up to be able to say an, or, or tap into other feelings down the road. Mm-hmm. But if you've never been encountered with a man that really sees you for the things that are past that surface level, it actually teaches you to internalize it like, man, that nigga's not going to know. Yeah. She's not going to know. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how that starts the hardening as a man. We've, we've never, no, no man's ever spoken to our soul and said, I see you. That's yeah. a bar. That's yeah. why that I'm proud of you hits so hard when you don't get it from our fathers. Right. Because it's, it's that I see you thing, and it's also like I see you, and I see that you're doing good. I recognize the good. That's why I think that I'm proud of you hits so hard or sits so hard with us from our fathers. Mm-hmm. But, uh, 
what she said was super deep, and I liked the way that she talked about it because it also it almost sounded like she was about to talk down on men, but she really started to talk about, yo, I see why y'all are like this, mm -hmm. and she started to speak to our freedom that we get just as men as neglect, and it is because you have to be you have to be intentional. The same intention, no, definitely. <laughs> Go I ahead. thought when I, when I was 16 and I ain't had no curfew for real and I was outside all night and I ain't had nobody telling me when to go and I was buying all my own stuff, felt like freedom. Mm -hmm. But if I'd have had a baby at 17, there right. would have been freedom. You know what I'm saying? If I'd have, it's so much trouble I could have gotten in, right. but yeah. I didn't have somebody step to me and be like, hey man, I see what you're doing. You should be doing this, this, and this. Or what are you thinking? How are you feeling? And like you know, like like Willie said, once the once the father, then the, your mom and your dad start splitting, you do feel like the man of the house. That's just different. Mm -hmm. Especially, I mean, we're all the oldest. That's just different. It's it's unfair to put that on a child. And I understand. See, and I can't even really fully say I understand. Even it. when he doesn't think he's. Um, a child. I just think you just gotta be the same intention that you put on your daughters is the same intention you gotta have with your sons. Plan for your sons the same way you plan for your daughters. Because I think we think, oh, boys are strong, and they just going to, they'll bounce, and they'll do what they need to do. And it's just like, nah, but you can bounce. Yeah, we'll bounce. Me, all of us on this couch learn from trial and error. Mm -hmm. But what were the prices of said trial and error? Facts. What did we come out of that with? You know what I'm saying? Certain instances, we could have came, maybe we could have got those lessons without the scar, without this, or without that, this permanent. I think it just would save sons a lot of time rather than just going out here and getting beat up. Yeah. And that's not to say you're not going to get the scars, because some people still, you could tell them to you, blue in the face, like, don't do this. Yeah. And they, they got to learn that way. Yeah, but, some things life got to teach you. Yeah. But I didn't expect the clip to go that way. I ain't going to hold no, it. No, she killed that. Yeah, uh, she I, I don't know her name, but she killed that. Yeah, she bodied that. It's nothing else really to say. That's like that surface level shit. Yeah. Didn't have sex for 17 years. <laughs> get back to the surface. Oh, no, this was a good one. Uh, I think I texted you this, though, at the point where he started just talking about the... Uh, it's long? Pause. Pause. It is long. <laughs> he has superpowers? No, nah, I texted it to you. Check your uh, check your messages, bro. I, I cut it to where you could just play it, and then you can stop it wherever you want. Me and Chris texted a long time. Chris, I don't see this in no time. Go, click, it, click the thing. and No, click my name. Thing, 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 thing. And it'll take you straight to... But it's a, it's a lot of clips in here. I don't know which one it is. I'm not just sending you... I sent you a video. I didn't send a link. Matter of fact, I can. Is this white dude? What does it look like? Um, yep. <coughs> cool, that makes editing easier. That sucks. And he became a millionaire. I'm like, damn, that's. Okay, let's start that off. <laughs> you did a screen record? Ain't no volume <coughs> on it, bro. Yeah, I did a screen record. Yeah, ain't no volume on it. It's a long time. Holy freaking man. I remember one day I'm with my girl. Three years. I'm with my girl. She's in, she's in Hollywood. She's an actress. She's beautiful. She does very well for herself right now. How she dresses all the major names: Beyonce, Lady Gaga. She runs one of the biggest PR firms in Hollywood. Dresses all these girls. Anyways, we're together. We're in the car, expedition. I says, "I want to tell you something here. What's that? We've been together for two and a half years. I want to know if we should get married or not because we're at that phase." Mm. And she says, uh, "What are you trying to say?" I said, "Look, I love when we have sex. It's freaking awesome. I have a lot of fun with you." But I want us to go without it for a month to see what happens, to see if this relationship is deeper than just what we're doing in the backseat of this expedition. <laughs> and she says, yeah. you sure? I said, yes. Yeah. Is there another girl in your life? I said, I promise I got no. I said, she says, no, I know there's. I said, I'm telling you, I don't have another girl. It's you. But let's go one month. This is very weird. 
So I'm talking to her outside of her apartment. She says, you mean to tell me you want me to go inside right now? I said, yeah. She goes inside. Next day, it's Saturday. I pick her up. We go to movies. End up the movies. 11.15. We're parked in, in uh, Van Nuys. What do you want to do? I got to drop you off. This is two days. No sex. At the peak testosterone level. I'm on fire right now. You got 28 days left. She comes the next week. Birthday suit. Apartment. No sex. A week later, we're sitting in the car. We don't have anything to talk about. Mm. We don't have nothing to talk about. Then I told her, I said, we got to go to church. If you want, bro. She said, I'm not going to church. What's that's happened the, to you? I said, dude, I said, nothing's happened to me. I just don't think. Wow. Gonna... Okay. Y'all can start. They ain't even make it to 17 months. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let y'all go. Let y'all go. No, I actually, I think that's a dope experiment, right? And, like, I do think that the idea of, like, you know, seeing what's past that surface that we talk about a lot of times, like, really understanding that connection with someone and understand that sometimes we do make decisions from, like, a lower version of, like, Mm -hmm. strictly from, like, a sexual space. And I'm a big person. Like, I believe in, like, sex being, like, even deeper than just how sometimes we we handle it. So I still do believe it's part of, like, a more well-rounded space. But I do like the idea of being able to say, before we get married, we do got to kind of, like, sort through these values. And if Mm. we do think that one of the things that might have distorted our ability to see each other's values is sex, we do got to sometimes remove some of those those obstructions, right? And Mm -hmm. for them, it might have been sex. It could be money for something else. It could be experiences for someone else. We do got to find ways to say, hey, hey, based on this relationship, what are the things that we tend to lean to or cope with in a space? How do we remove that and really figure out, do we have something even deeper from a connection? Mm-hmm. If I di- couldn't have sex with you, if I couldn't take you on these experiences, if I didn't have this, where, where is our foundation of our relationship really settled in? And so I think from that aspect, I really love that concept. I really do. And I think it's, it's important before you do marry someone to really understand what the foundation of the relationship is really built around yeah. and what are some of the things that can chip away if those things weren't present. So... What you you just uh, hit the nail on the head, bro. Facts. Completely. But <clears throat> if my response is post-nut clarity, what do you guys say? Is that a myth? No. It's not a myth? That we have so, post-nut clarity? Yeah, so is no, there... No, definitely not a myth. Are, so obviously there's probably benefits to sex. Sex can kind of tell you the truth about a man's intentions to a degree, can it? Or oh, hold up! How you how you talking about post nut clarity? I'm talking about post nut clarity like I smashed her, but then I realized on the back end like I don't really feel her. I can, get that not, even, not even just that. Sometimes post nut clarity can like I mean this is me and this is gonna sound insane. Let's say I'm with my jank and we're chilling and we're hanging out, we're having a good time, Netflix and chill, and then we get to popping and then after sex, my 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 mindset man, I don't really want to cuckle here. I want to go to the gym. I want to go do something else. Like it literally almost puts me on a mindset that sometimes doesn't even t- it takes me out of an intimate mental mm-hmm. and puts me in another place. Mm-hmm. I think the I think it's it's also like a like a winding road that also leads to the same thing. I think the no sex and the post nut can lead to the same thing, but I think the no sex is a rougher road. Mm-hmm. I think the post nut post nut is almost like a uh highway to it. Like it's almost like you do it, get it out the way, now you know that you have other interests. I think a lot of the times when we're with all this testosterone and all of our our bodies working the way men's bodies do. I think we let sex dictate a lot of the decisions we make, even subconsciously, even down to the way you dress, the way you walk, the way you talk. When you're around women, like, even if you're not necessarily 
driven or dictated by said women, you're going to act a little differently in front of oh, a group of women to I, a degree. I just Google post not clarity. No, and, and get a Chris, definition. you know what? You know, if you think about it, I didn't realize. Even... No, I'm saying I didn't realize. Y'all are. I always thought of post nut clarity like, oh, you you went to go smash this girl, mm-hmm. and you realize on the back end like I don't really we didn't rock with her. Like, What's the definition? That's a side of it. Yeah, that is a side of it, but it's actually it's okay. It's uh the brief sense of calm and mental acuity experienced by a man after ejaculation. Great, y'all barring that shit up. And can y'all can, I think sex. I think with his story. It gave them something to look forward to in the date, so they actually were more intentional and proactive with what they did on the date. Like you said, they didn't have nothing to talk about. Because yeah. maybe because sex was actually just the peak of y'all's interactions. So it was the build-up to it. Like the date, the talking, all that was just ingredients to, to... Right, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now that you know that you're not going to get sex on the back end, you're not talking anymore, so what's that say about the relationship? Yeah, It says that y'all are strictly driven by sex. And then, and then I can also say that's natural. So it's all—it's a tricky space because we gonna want to have sex with each other, but if we want deeper connect, I think it's we, just the, but but that's what I'm saying. I guess what I was getting at initially was if it, and it depends on the space because I hate this idea of like the general rule. Some spaces are not being obstructed by the physical. Oh no, right? you hit that on the right. right. The, like, when you but, said experiences, money, yeah, other, it's a lot of different mm-hmm. things and that tie and, into how. Yeah, and their and their specific example, it felt like their relationship was based on a high level of like physical intimacy, yeah. mm-hmm. and that yeah. shouldn't be a reason why we get married. That can mean yeah. we just love to have sex with someone. Yeah. There's all, and you guys don't have to answer, but there's there's always someone in your 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 Rolodex where you're like, man, from a physical intimacy standpoint, like if that's all I was choosing off of, mm-hmm. who knows who the partner you would be with. Right, so we gotta sometimes take those I things off. Where I'm at. But then, but I, know, I didn't, I didn't actually answer. But I also, but this is where that whole idea about monk mode comes in too, where you see yeah, a lot yeah. of men talk about mm-hmm. like just restain, we're like not releasing for semen retention. Yeah, semen retention. Oh, like okay, the, okay. the whole idea, of, or even not having sex at all, so that they could put themselves in a mental spot to really see if the people they're around are, in, or the people they're attracting really align to their values. Because you're right, once it's off the table, it's gonna make me at the. It forces you into another mindset. Yeah. Do I want to hang with this girl every day? Knowing for the next 60 days that, you know what I'm saying, we're not going to do that. I'm talking about on the surface. Like, once you're married, you should feel that way. That's why, yeah. yo, I know you this may sound silly. Money and trips and experiences. Like, you yeah. like, what if we don't spend, I don't spend no money on you for two months. I know this may and sound silly, but I used to tell my, like, my brother and other people, I used to be like, yo, before you go out on a date with a chick, go and get your joint out the way real quick. And see I actually how it agree goes. with that. See how it goes. I agree. If with you that. if you if you go in your bathroom and go ahead and rock one off real quick and you like, mm, I don't know, I don't even know if I want to chill or no. No, no, that's oh how God. no for men, no, seriously. And honestly, no, he's and again, right for men. Well, yeah, that for is you, true. and especially when you're younger. Because see, see, when you're younger, you you're still learning to be in an abundance mindset and you're still learning how to make like sound decisions. Mm-hmm. Chris is saying like that honestly could slow you down when you're a young, horny teen or mm-hmm. or twenties to really say, hey, like, I'm not gonna press this bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they're like late at night, 11, 30, 12 o'clock at night, niggas make some really <laughs> poor decisions we do. off of the idea of trying to get this girl down. And so if you're not moving from that space, and I'm talking about even bad decisions like pregnancy, I'm not, I don't want to get into like some of the extremes, but there's some really bad things that happen because niggas are so fucking pressed. Yeah. Yeah. Or just entertaining a joint that's unhealthy. I've seen that personally in my own circles. Like you going to this chick crib knowing she, she like this or knowing she, she put hands on you. Just because you yeah. want, it's a guaranteed cheeks. Yep. Mm. You start you start losing you lose, right. You put down your own values. Y'all never, that, y'all never run out of stuff to talk to talk about with uh, somebody that y'all dealing with. 
Uh, I feel like, okay, sometimes, like, yeah, but I also do feel like you should be able to enjoy silence with a human being, right? Yeah, yeah. If we don't have anything to talk about, it just shouldn't feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Like, yeah. I should be able to sit quietly and peacefully with you. You do whatever you're doing. I could read a book or some shit. And I'm saying that without context from watching, like Chris said, that was a long post, so I didn't mm-hmm. see the whole thing. So, but I actually think that I, and I, like, we were unpacking this, so we could talk about this on, on another day. Like, we, uh, we, on this pod, we've talked a lot about boundaries, and we talked about, like, values. And I was trying to really understand over like, the past weekend, like, how do you kind of decipher between a boundary and a value, and when do you know when to stay, when to go? Mm-hmm. And at least the one thing that came up, and this is something we can unpack later, is, like, you, somebody who has similar values and maybe even similar ways they express those values. I think when I'm with somebody that actually can express their values in a similar way, I actually find our conversations to be way more vast and, and way natural. deeper, natural, yeah, yeah, yeah. right? But if like if if I value health and fitness or spirituality one way, and then you still can value that, but you're like on a completely different plane, we still may have a hard time connecting. So I at least yeah. got to have some yeah. things that from a value and expression standpoint that are at least in the same ballpark for us to conversate or have something deep for long, I'm talking years. Decades. Into it. Yeah, yes. yeah, absolutely. No, that makes sense. I think that's why, like, even with me and Willie, right? Me and Willie are best friends. You can't like, damn, y'all niggas are like, we're like real best friends. Mm. Some fake best friends, it's like really my my guy. Mm-hmm. I taught him about everything and anything. Sometimes we've been on the phone forever. Mm-hmm. But like you said, it don't be, because we value the same stuff the same way, even down to the menace thing. I was like, well, why aren't y'all laughing? This is hilarious. <laughs> y'all value the y'all value the right things. Right. I think so that's like, what it is. But, and but, we express them in a similar Yeah, way. in a similar, because me and Caitlin also value the same things. Mm-hmm. But like Willie's saying, it, sometimes it's different. Mm. So because it's different, you might not connect on that specific thing the same way, and then that cuts the conversation short. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's a reason to be like, all right, we stop talking, so right. we should leave. But it's like it is a different level. I think that's actually a place our relationship can get to as we grow and understanding each other. Mm-hmm. But it is something that you like yeah. when people look at like, oh damn, you you can talk to your friends easier than you can talk to me, or you you and this person connect. It's like oh because like he just said, our values and everything align in a way that it's like. Y'all speak the exact same but, language. But we like, express no, them similarly. Yeah, almost yeah, like, yeah, yeah this shit crazy. Yeah. I hear what y'all are saying, and y'all are right, but I also feel like when the intent is there, the differences can spur the conversation, too. It could take it on a, a whole different journey. It when could, you, or it, it could go left. And, you know, and, it, and, and it could, but like you said, but it, but it goes back to, like, value, even expression, yeah. right? So, like, if but if I value and I respect you, even in those different, like, disagreements, if, I, if I'm talking to somebody who truly respects me and knows how to, hey, mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I'm going to express respect this way and I can mm-hmm. align to that, yeah. even those disagreements are going to be different. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. It's going to, and that's... Hit the nail on the head again. I think that respect level makes you more curious of the differences yes. in that mm-hmm. respect. You yes. also yeah, just yeah. want to be like, okay, let's explore that difference. You almost want to so understand yes. it more. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You do. Right. Yeah. And you we know that you can say... Understanding. No, but, but we also, when we're with certain, certain women, like seriously, you know you can say something to them and they see you and y'all can have dope conversations. It won't go. And it's not, it's yeah, not, not going to go yes. The tricky yes. space of that is it get, that gets the dick yes. hard. I ain't yes. going to lie to you. And then now when they I was like, they don't ever understand like, it's like, they be like, you, you don't talk to your friends like that? It's like, yes, I do. Yeah. you heard how we really talk yeah. to each other? Right. Look, I had a, I, this is a sidebar. I held a, a team meeting for the parents mm-hmm. in Florida for football mm-hmm. and I told them about it afterwards. He's like, what the fuck you do that for? We <laughs> argue, argue. <laughs> we beefing about this shit. It's like, I don't give a fuck. He's talking. He could go crazy. But it's like, because it's from a different place of respect, people don't see that part. They be like, oh, these niggas argue all the time. I was like, bro, we mm-hmm. argue, argue sometimes. For real, for real. Mm-hmm. But, it's like, but it's like, it don't be to the point where, like, if me and Caitlyn were arguing like that, it's World War Five. We probably didn't did three or four already. So it's mm-hmm. five on that one. Mm-hmm. We, couldn't do, we couldn't do that yet. 
I would love to be in a space where we could disagree, it could go that high, but it's still some kind of foundational respect there that I don't feel like you're disrespecting me. Because like I always say, y'all think I be joking, tone and delivery don't always mean that you're being disrespectful to me. That's just how we're talking, because we're talking about right. something we're passionate about. It's about the intent. Like Chris right. said, if you're intending to disrespect me, I don't give a fuck if you whisper that shit. I heard it, and you're trying to play me, and I'm not with it. And honestly, like, like honestly, the ones that we know that we have to be very careful about, or like you said, or we have to think about, like, oh, how I say this, or mm -hmm. how I say that, before because I don't want this person to take something. Like, we all know how to talk yeah. in an evolved space, and we know how to slow things down, but if we gotta do that all the time. Sometimes oh, we're just so fatigued yeah. to yeah, have it's, the conversation. It's draining. Yeah. We don't want to do it. We don't want to come down and be like, okay, write yours down, write mine down. Like, yeah, yeah. we know how to do it, but like sometimes yeah. we just want to be able to be like, yo, shut the fuck up. Yeah, and then, I'd be, like, and then I'd be like, oh my God, he told me to shut the fuck up. Sometimes we just want to. Sometimes we want to live in an uninvolved space yeah. for 10 minutes. Sometimes we're like, yo, that shit's dumb. Tiptoeing yeah. gets hard. Yeah. And I yeah. think it, I, I think with your, what you were talking about, Kadeem, it's just a controlled chaos. And what you said to end it was the foundation that y'all have. Yeah. You and Willie have a foundational respect for each other, so now you have a platform to dance on like that, mm -hmm. to where you can just, we know this floor is here, so we can just have the freedom to speak how we want to. And then I know you get wordy, but I don't want to dance with this nigga. And even when you and even when um, <laughs> you're yelling and arguing and all that stuff, there's still a line there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, You still don't go to places that you know you can't go. But you know what it is, though. You know, but you know what it is. Because you speak the same. This is the one thing about the one thing about men, though. Because we understand, like, true disrespect is, like, fisticuffs. Yeah. So we know as long as we're not, yeah, we yeah, didn't yeah. just beat your ass. Or, like, yeah. we, we start rumbling. Like, we know there wasn't no real disrespect. Yeah, it's not real disrespect. And we also know when somebody says something to establish fisticuffs. Yes, yes. Right. We, we come from an so era. So that's where you want to go with it. That's the, and that's so this is what we're doing? Bro, we come this from an era where people yeah. really fried you exactly. and really talk shit about you. And we understand, but women don't understand, like, yo, we don't mean that because we didn't even, we weren't even trying to go there. Yeah, right. We don't even think that there's anything to disrespect because yeah. we know the only way to handle this Respect is in a physical space. Yes, <laughs> okay. That's the thing. That Let's move this furniture. Because <laughs> women sometimes will talk about energy so much, but if you really understand energy at a core level, you would be able to read, or with your intent, or with your, um, what they call it, what do they call that thing? Intuition. Intuition. With your mm -hmm. intuition, why can't your intuition read my high volume level or read through my high volume level to seeing what I really am trying to express. Yeah. Why, is it, why doesn't it come and, in then? And, mo and most of the time, and I, actually I was talking to somebody at work about this, most of the time when a person raises their tone or they have their vocal tonality changes, it's not because they're trying to disrespect you, women. It's usually because they feel like you're not, they're not, you're not being, you're they're not, not being heard. the information. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not a disrespecting, but women just think as soon as your voice goes up as a man, you're like, oh my God, I'm disrespecting. Yeah, you're yelling. No, I'm actually saying, motherfucker, you're not listening to me. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> like, that's and it can go, that can go both ways. That you have to yeah, listen absolutely. That can go to both ways. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They teach that. They say, no, it doesn't matter what a person said. You have to be able to see through all of however they said it and listen to the emotion. Like, yeah. what are they trying to convey to you? But some women, I'm telling you, like, you just know, like, hey, like, I can't really disagree with this person. We're going to, like, be so far left that literally it, it doesn't even make you want to talk about deep shit because you're like, damn. We're going to get here, then this might happen, go and I might say some real shit and forget that I shouldn't say some real shit at this time, that and it's going to be... <laughs> that, that is my number one problem. Right. That's where you said it. Too real, too harsh, too fast, too right. many. Back to back to yeah. back. Bro, you're going too hard. Relax. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's where that respect and understanding comes yeah. to play. That should always... It shouldn't be a movable object to it. Yes. It shouldn't be that easy to move. Mm -hmm. I should always be... It doesn't matter where our conversation goes. I should always be trying to understand if me and you are having a conversation. Right. 
if I don't care to understand anymore, then that means the conversation and, needs and, to stop. And if you truly say mm. you trust me or feel safe for me, then there's nothing I should say that should make you feel disrespected or harmed or like I'm a right. Exactly. And I'm telling y'all, this is this is on some stuff we do for free for volunteer work, and we're going back and forth. Like, oh, boom, 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 that's some whole shit. He's like, you a bitch. He's like, I can't believe you did that type shit. And I'm like, mm -hmm. bro, it's for the team. It's for camaraderie. It's for you know, these are the people that blah blah blah. We going back and forth, even if we don't agree on what should have happened, it's still respected. Because y'all have a baseline. Yeah, mission. it's it's like it's a different level of like communicating. I think, bro. When me and Crystal first got back together, I made a I made her and I put together a mission statement. We put together a whole mission statement for our relationship. And I think that has underlined or subconsciously been the driver of us up until now. Because on a base level, we understand why we're here. And I think that's with y'all. I'm going to do that when I get home, Chris. You just, yo, if this nigga ever end up single, he's out of here. You heard what he just said, Willie? Yeah. He said he created a mission statement. I think that's, but I think that's why you guys can do the that's things that you dope. do because y'all both know why y'all are here. You, Willie, you know Kadeem is here for the greater good of the team, and you know that Willie's yeah, has same. the greater good yeah. of the team the in mind goal. as well. Yeah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I think when you're in a relationship with somebody, that should be a given, but I think with most people, most people get in relationships strictly just to get something, and they don't even want to admit it. They're just thinking about what I can get from this person, and I think about what I can give, and I'm thinking about the cycle that get, getting and giving can create. And that's called reciprocity, and I think they don't understand how good that is to a long-lasting relationship. Mm -hmm. No, when you feeling reciprocated is right. a big deal. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. Right. All right, man. Well, I got two more for y'all. One has a clip. One is just a question that Chris wrote up here. <sighs> the trans oh, community disrespects I forgot all women. about that. We were just, oh, oh man. About messy with this one. They right? always disrespecting y'all, too. Mm. Oh, hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, she uh, heard. She is this YouTube one? Yeah, she... Her voice, she meant Let me say this. I don't have a problem with the trans community at all, but this shit is getting ridiculous. If you say as a trans woman, you want to be called her, she, whatever you decide, even though you are a trans woman, if you want to be called her, she, fine, I'm going to respect that and I'm going to do that. So me as a woman, if I say don't call me a cis woman, I'm just a woman. You should respect that. I'm not no motherfucking birthing person. I'm not a chest feeder. I'm not a bleeder. I'm a fucking woman. And that's what the fuck you're going to refer to me as. Is she from Baltimore? You cannot <laughs> ask for respect while disrespecting women. And that's what the fuck we get for trying to be allies and shit. Look, now, now they just trying to wipe us the fuck out. Now look at us. We're looking stupid. Y'all want me to go first? Yo, she, go ahead, then she No, because this is, this, I'm yeah. bro, it's a lot of women that don't like to say this stuff out loud because it's like you can't really say nothing against the LGBTQ plus community, but they, re I feel the same way. Why am I not just a it's man? Male. Why I got to be, at first I thought it was like on some cis, like sis? Like no, sus? no, I don't care. I'm a man. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. If you switch from being a biological woman to a transgender man, I'm the man. Right. You're the cis man, not me. Mm -hmm. The fuck? How? Uh, go ahead. Leader. Go ahead. Uh, no, go ahead. Just decide to be something else other than what you were made as. Oh, biologically. We can't say that. They're, I don't care. They're gonna say I, da, 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 I, I don't care. Just decide. No, I don't care. Other than what you came out with, if you just decide to be something else, you're the one that needs a special word. Mm. I'm already labeled. I've already been labeled, and the label it fits. And I'm fine with my label. Yeah. 
So, yeah, I don't like that shit either. That's really annoying. And I, she's, what the fuck? She said some other shit, and it just irked my spirit. We're trying to be allies, because y'all y'all arrive with them quick. Y'all don't ride with black men like that. Y'all arrive with them, but then they really be cooking up, like, telling y'all how to be women. It's men out here trying That's to tell women that crazy. actually have periods and can actually give birth how to be women. <laughs> They're out here being advocates for for uh, birth control and all this other stuff. They can't have a baby if they wanted to. What? They're out here talking. Yo, I just watched a whole, and me and Chris are probably going to do a reaction on it. I just watched a whole video about women arguing feminism. There were women that were not able-bodied. There were trans women there. Uh, mm-hmm. Just shout out to Just Pearly Things. She was there. There was a whole couple different women that I had recognized. And they're going back and forth about feminism and different things. Mm-hmm. And then the trans women are trying to tell them about different rights about being a woman. I'm like, yeah, and, and really, it'd be like, who said you could be here? I yeah. am, man. That's like us letting somebody that was white that now all of a sudden they blackface or they had a transplant come <laughs> here and try to tell us about our experience. The fuck? Mm-hmm. We would never let that shit go. Or maybe y'all would. I don't know. Y'all crazy. I don't know. Uh, there's okay. there's an excess uh, an obsession in the LGBTQIA plus community. See, there's y'all already got too many motherfucking letters, but there's an obsession with an needing voice. a specific word for every specific fucking thing. But that's what y'all. It's never gonna. Our end. words we have already. They work. Right. So don't don't add the. It is disrespectful. No, I've been filling out job apps. And I'm not a birthing person. What do you person. identify as? What do you? They they mm-hmm. ask you all those things. That's there's a big deal. There's a reason yeah, why. What are your it, pronouns? It's what is your name? So seriously. Yeah, I be what is your be name? Like, I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me nothing else. I'm him. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? Oh, man. There's just so many angles to come at this, bro. Pause. Um, I think, for one, one thing I thought about when she oh, said. Oh, even that. My, the young boy from VA got fined 40K for saying no home oh, on TV. Oh, yeah. He did. Y'all know why that is, man. We do know why it is, but that's what I... Man, shout out to Cam, bro. I hope somebody on the team with the big bag paid you that for you, or the team, or somebody mm-hmm. picked up that 40K. That was mm-hmm. egregious. That was stupid. Insanity. And did, okay, did the 40K go to a, a LGBTQ plus uh, charity or something like that? I bet it don't. Probably not. Bet it don't. I bet it don't. Probably not. But uh, ultimately, it, it might, because most of the people that run those uh, big organizations are of that ilk. Mm-hmm. I think even the acronym speaks to the um mentality of said people and i'm sorry i don't i don't got i'm gonna speak honestly here and i just wanted to preface my first point when she said birthing person like imagine calling a woman a birthing person who can't have babies right like imagine how that hits her that you just segment her off to that i think it's a lot of bitch assness going on and i'm gonna say that just because we're talking about cis uh transgender women these are men that are acting like this and talking like this to women. So let's treat it the same way. The same way as if us and on this, on this couch we're disrespecting women, treat them the same. Them as niggas. That's it. They are men. Period. Treat them like that. I don't care what they put on. I don't care what kind of surgery they get. Treat them the same way. The same way y'all will hold us to a standard of respecting women, which you should. Hold them to the same standard. They I don't care know. what they call themselves. Those are men. Those are soft, effeminate, bitch-ass men. Period. If you want to be a woman, that's what you are. Just going to say it like that. But I think what she's saying is fact. You got men out here competing with teenage, uh, well, young boys competing with teenage women in sporting events, taking their placement on the yeah. stuff that they worked hard for. Yeah. Are you insane? Yeah. But I think what Kadeem said also was point two, because this is the stuff that men and black men specifically were saying at the conception of this. This stuff is not going to end. 
It's called foresight, y'all. Mm -hmm. And this is why you should respect men when they speak on stuff in the first place. Black women, when we said this ain't going to end well, y'all got to have understanding. Y'all got to stop. Stop doing this. Stop being a homophobic. All right. And then when black men shut up, we're not protecting y'all. Now but now look at it. Now you got a white man with a curl over telling you how to be a woman with his clickety-clack nails in your face. <laughs> Shit crazy. I'm trying to tell you. I'm what. white now. No. I'm, <laughs> yo, I see I'm that, not going to hold y'all. I'm, I'm white gonna, now. I'm Those <laughs> are my pronouns. Call me white. I'm white. I want to be treated like a white person. Can't, can't happen for you, Lydia. Sorry. Now, yes, gonna, it can. I'm white. It's not going to happen. What are you talking now, about? That's going to add 45 points to my credit score. I'm also white. Uh, we're white. <laughs> like, if it's going to help me in the my job search. My black, but when you see me, I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want to identify as. If it's going to help me out in life. I'm white now. Thanks, God. Oh, no. I want to be Asian. Oh, hold on, hold on. Because while we're still talking about this, a lot of I'm telling you, I watched, I mean, it was a long clip, but I watched the whole joint. They were talking about some of these men that are making these changes. It's a sexual fetish, too. Mm -hmm. Some of it is like they enjoy, like, yo, dismembering mm -hmm. themselves. And mm -hmm. it's, they were talking about the, uh, I don't know what to say, the guy, the girl, Leah Thomas, whatever. They were talking about, like, he liked to approach, uh, it was a, a transgender woman, but, you know, obviously was a man at first, mm -hmm. fighting UFC. Mm -hmm. Crushing women's skulls. <laughs> yeah. Not okay. And writing about it like it just crushed a woman's skull. And he's liking it like laughing about it like it's funny. Ooh. But it's not funny because that's what happens if a fucking grown man fights a woman. Mm -hmm. No matter what hormones you injected in him, he still got the same bone density, same wrist mm -hmm. strength, same everything. You mm -hmm. ain't do nothing but make a man fight a woman in the ring. Mm -hmm. 100%. I think that, that's okay. all my whole thing about it. Like at the end of the day, like Chris said it, like however you want to identify yourself as, if you want to be called as all those things, right? Like I'm a big believer in in, in making sure we don't marginalize, you know, certain groups. So like from that angle, I totally agree. I do think that we have to do what Chris said though. Like in any environment where there's like disrespect, the only reason I'm using disrespect because it can lead to physical. So if mm -hmm. somebody's disrespecting and it leads to physical, you still have to remember that that person's a man or a woman. Mm -hmm. And then the same thing like in sports and things of that nature. Anything where there's a physiological difference that cannot be made up th um, mm -hmm. through like effort. You have to still say, hey, even though you are transgender, you identify yourself, you're creating a disadvantage in this in experience, and so we got to marginalize you out. So I do agree with Chris. If any time a transgender woman is is disrespecting women, unfortunately, only because disrespect can lead to physical, we have to treat that as a man disrespecting a woman, and we still got to figure out a way to not allow that because it can create there are experiences. There are actual men that are going to prison that are saying that they identify as women to end up in the woman's prison and getting the women pregnant, raping the women in prison. Yes. Just because they said, not even, these aren't people that have went through no hormone changes, nothing. They're just saying, I identify as a woman. This is the box that y'all opened up. Now you got to live with it. These dudes are getting women pregnant in prison. It's just crazy. Transgender women are getting women pregnant in prison. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. That's the world we living in today. It's, it's the for real. It's the liberalism, bro. I think. Um, I don't know. I don't I'll know. call it... you whatever the fuck you want me to call you, but I I know like we are not the same. You can't do that. And if you want to do that, I'm white and my name is Potato. Um, it's fine. And you have, but and you have your right to say I'm white and I'm a I'm a potato. You have a right to say that. Mm -hmm. But I think when don't you I have start... a right to say that's dumb? Yes. 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 Okay. yes. You do have that right too. I think we don't. It's not really a freedom. We're not. People don't really understand that this stuff isn't freedom. It's convenience, and they don't understand that people. There's certain people and factions that are leading said convenience. 
you're not really free. You never were free to begin with. And you shouldn't want to be free. Well, freedom oh, ain't free. It all comes with a cost. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. So there's no such thing, y'all. I'm sorry. And there's people that for every action, there's a, there's a reaction, period. You have to pay for everything that you do. So with that being said, with these people want to do this, women are going to have to pay for it on the back end, unfortunately. And that comes with, that's what makes that video. Certain women are like, yo, I'm a woman. And for all, and you know what? And all the stuff Real. we talk about on this podcast, I'm going to say we, every person in this room respects women, period. We wouldn't be sitting here talking on this couch if we didn't respect y'all. I don't care what y'all think we say. What do we mean? And y'all don't really see that either. Y'all don't really see the long-term gains of what we say and those things being actionalized. Yeah. I think with women or mm-hmm. we're just with this whole thing to a degree, y'all just got to understand, yo, when y'all let certain things just fly, there's going to be a price for it. It's always going to be a price for everything. And I think we're just seeing the results of said things now. But I think I, the end of that video was telling when she said, look, we tried to be allies, and now y'all trying to tell us who's the woman, trying to tell us about birthing. You can't even have a period. You know, Nothing about the actual struggle, and now it's a lot of pushback on that. But you can't really speak on it without it's being considered hate speech, which is almost a... No, it's not even a trap. You you going at my, my, my amendment rights of freedom of speech. Mm-hmm. Now I can't even say how I really feel about something without being canceled. Yo, if I want even talking about this with y'all now, I'm like in the middle. I'm like, get... dang, I hope nobody see this I'm clip before I get up. hired somewhere. Or something. <laughs> Yo, if I really wanted to rob a person, right? <laughs> if I really wanted to rob a person, and I'm really smart, I'm not gonna go to breaking in your window and running the house with a gun. I'm gonna befriend you. I'm gonna spend months with you. I'm gonna get to know you. And then when you trust me in your house, mm-hmm. that's when I'm going to take your stuff. Rob you blind. Y'all don't understand that part. Y'all think everybody that wants to take your stuff just going to break in your door. That ain't how it goes, y'all. Y'all not dealing with these stupid, dumb people. Bro, that's not even how the best thieves look at, look at Madoff. Shout out to Netflix. I got a doc mm-hmm. on him. That's a good one. I'm trying to tell you, bro. Get, like you said, earn your trust. Mm-hmm. Get up right up under you. Mm-hmm. How you thinking I love you. Mm-hmm. And taking everything, robbing you blind. If that's if my motive, my my big picture motive is to do this or be a woman or replace you. I'm gonna befriend you, get you on my side, let you let me inside womanhood. Y'all just let them on. Yeah, come on, y'all, come on, yeah. They love that stuff though, bro. No, this should be no for what y'all have to go through. This should be an exclusive fucking club. Period. No, nigga, <laughs> sit your bitch ass down <laughs> and do what you need to do as a man. But it's, it's too hard over there for you. It's too hard. That arena's too hard over there. How, how do you feel about this last season of P-Valley? Did y'all watch it? I ain't watched that shit. Never seen it. I ain't watched it either. Damn, I'm the only no. one that stuck it out on their last season. Because the, the, the season before that, we were like, all right, y'all doing a lot. Mm-hmm. Y'all doing a lot. Mm-hmm. And I did watch it because I try to respect people's creativity, but it was, it, it was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. Man, people, hey, people, got, people got the freedoms to do what they want, man. I, I, I think we need to repeat that because I don't want to step on nobody's shit. I know a lot of, I know, I know some gay people that are good people. I know some trans people that are good people. But when you start to try to walk in to certain rooms and dictate shit, no. I can't walk in your house. I can't walk in Willie's house and dictate shit. Yeah. Me and Willie are friends. I can't walk in this house and dictate shit and say what it is and, it, and what isn't. I can't do that. So why do you think you can? Yeah. Mm. It's like, it's fine if you want to dress like me and act like me and 
do whatever else, but you don't actually know what it's like to be me, and you can't, so you shouldn't say anything about it, and you damn sure shouldn't be giving me extra names. Because you feel that I need a special label because I'm obviously different than you. It's, it's a fight against the truth. I know? just don't understand how the people that come up with the labels gave us the... That's my the point. The difference, like, That's I remember my when point. people were like, oh, no, I'm, I'm a cis male. And I was like, what the fuck is that? I didn't know mm-hmm. what the hell they were talking about. And then somebody was like, no, Kadeem, you're a cis I was low-key offended. I was like, me? I'm yeah. a Nigga, I'm I a man. Offended. What you talking about? I don't man, know what you talking about. Kadeem, I can't, I can't even tell most women that I'm a man without having to prove it. Mm. You can't tell most women on this planet that I'm a grown-ass man without having to prove it. So why can't, why, why, why can they do that? I think there's a fight against the truth. I really believe that. That's just my belief, Chris Featherston's belief, not the power belief. I think there's a fight against the truth because I think there's a fight against God. I think there's a fight against biology. I think there's a fight against boundaries. I think there's a fight against any hard lines that people can't really break or bend. Mm-hmm. I think there's a fight against that kind of stuff because certain people can't deal with it because they can't deal with themselves, so they feel like they need to manipulate everything outwardly in the world because they can't do it inside. They can't deal with themselves, so they feel like they got to dictate everything else. I think it's all boils down to it. It's also a fight against masculinity. Yeah. All this is to trickle down and water down what a man really is. And now they're watering down what women are. And now women are like, now they're like up in arms. <laughs> they're like, what the? F- how, how am I not the woman now? But no, seriously, like everything is, that's hyper-masculine. That's toxic masculinity. That's this, that, this, the bum, bum, long list. Mm-hmm. But it's not a long list of stuff that skews to the other way. Yeah. All the stuff we see on TV, all the stuff you hear on the radio, the music, everything. Shoot, I just seen, I don't know which one of y'all posted it. Somebody sent it to me or something. And it was like, the City Girls, Beyonce got all these women tricked. Mm, all these yeah. women believe you don't need a man. Mm-hmm. Put your stuff in a box to a left. Get what you can from these dudes all while they're all at home with a man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? We just watched, I just watched something that was like, you know, oh, no, it was Fresh and Fit. Shout out to Fresh and Fit. And it was breaking down Beyonce. And Beyonce's like, yo, you don't got to take that. You should leave. But what happened when she got cheated on? <laughs> she stayed. Why'd she stay? Because ain't no, ain't no abundance when you're talking Jay-Z. No matter how bad Beyonce is, she can't go leave and go get another Jay-Z, but he could go get the girl from McDonald's and make her Beyonce. Tomorrow. He's done it. It's a fact. Uh, they don't want to hear that. That's, hard to, that's a hard pill to swallow. Yeah. No matter how high you ascend as a woman, you're still not going to be, even down to this, man, I love, I love Rihanna. I'm a huge Rihanna fan. I thought her Super Bowl performance, no matter what y'all say, I liked it. I liked the set list. I thought it was dope. Shout out to her and ASAP. But her being on the cover of the magazine, walking in front of him uh, while he's holding the baby, holding her hand, guiding him, see? that's imagery that they're putting out there for y'all to see for a reason. It's not an accident. Damn, damn, you're making me feel bad because I thought me posting that on the topic list was just me just Bro, being... Bro, I see all this shit, man. Yeah. I think about the pod more than anybody in this room. I'm telling yeah. you. That's not an accident that Rihanna's leading ASAP Rocky while he's holding a baby and she's the billionaire. It's not an accident, bro. Right. Yeah. I don't know. That's tough, man. Uh, mm. It's not an accident. Jonathan Major is supposed to be Kang the Conqueror and he's in this boxing movie, but I just seen him in a dress on fucking Ebony. That's not an accident, bro. Yeah. That's to make the man look more feminine, no matter how big and strong and yoke this nigga is, make him look a little bit more softer. Make Ooh. it like, oh, it's cool to be in a dress. It ain't. I'm sorry. Fuck all that. And what you, I was looking at it. I'm like, why did they do this? And, you know, Caitlin's like, well, you know, he still had to do it, but they're they going to spit it to you like, oh, it's art. It's artistry. It's, it's that and the third. No, bro, they feminizing you. Mm-hmm. No matter how strong of a black dude you are, they trying to make you look real soft in here. Yeah. And that's weird, bro. I ain't going to hold you. Yeah. We in some scary hours. 
Yeah, what you're saying is facts. And I think it's the double edge that you're talking about because they're actually giving them these these big, powerful roles, but they still also saying that, hey, even if he's this strong, we can still buck break him. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. No matter Absolutely. how strong and dominant you are, we can still put him in a dress. No matter how far you uh, rise up, black man, we can still put you in a dress. Man, that's deep. It's the, it's the same buck breaking we saw 400 years ago. It's the same. And I don't know how we got here, but it's deep because it's, it's kind of the same... <laughs> It's the same turnover that we're seeing. They're trying to flip stuff, but I ain't, I'm not going to rant. Y'all know I can rant on that kind of stuff. I don't want y'all to talk and, and, and go in I'm on it. I'm trying to see if I had it in here, that Jonathan Major shit, because it made me mad when I seen it. I'm like, I'm and excited for Creed, see Creed 3. 3. Yeah, I'm excited yeah. for Creed 3. <laughs> yeah, and we I'm still excited for Ant-Man and Quantumania. I'm trying to go see that this week. And I'm like, why they got my man sitting on here laid out in the dress? You got one cover where he looking real strong, yoke. He laid over, like, you know, women gushing over that. And then I see another cover, and it's on Ebony. And it's like, why he got on the dress? Yeah. And then, we, and, then, and, and then the thing about that is black women will applaud that, but then they'll wonder why certain men can't handle their emotions. Certain men are abusive. It's all connected. Mm-hmm. An effeminate man is a dangerous man. I'm not trying to say what the young yeah, actor's right. name is, is that. But I'm saying no, when not, you saying project those But the image, imagery is for a reason. That's right. When saying. you project those images, you also effeminate, effeminate or whatever you want to call it. I don't even know if there's a, a name for it like that. Effeminize. Effeminize young black men. And then they become emotionally unstable, and then those lead to men who are irrational out in the Everything world. Everything we and talk about on that, this pod, yeah. about even if a woman made more money, could she let the guy lead, da 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 And then you see ASAP walking around behind his girl on the beach with the baby. I'm telling you, that shit's not an accident, bro. That's a secure man. No, he's secure. I'm not talking, I'm not, this ain't even really about him. It's the imagery mm. that it puts out there to everybody else. I'm just giving you a, a, a you know what I'm saying? We love Rihanna. Purposeful. Yeah, but it was done purposeful. Like, yo, she's superwoman. She can do it all. He, well, come on, first, let's be real. <laughs> what we just talking about, uh, pregnancy and you got to be married? ASAP's winning. He is. It might be the reverse. He's winning. Yeah. But that imagery is not for ASAP and Rihanna. Yeah. It's because, for the consumers. Because, um, and then it's Rihanna. I just, I don't want to nitpick that picture. I know exactly what you're saying, Kadeem, so I'm not leaving you on the island at all. I know exactly what you're saying. But I think it's, I don't know, man. I think they're saying, I don't because it was Rihanna. Rihanna's the star. Rihanna's the bigger star. We are, she we has are. more money. I don't even think their, their, their goal is to represent what relationships should look like. And then it's their relationship. But it's also for black folks. I think that just the problem for us is they're controlling the imagery we get. Yes. There's nothing wrong with said imagery, but we never really get the black man in charge 100%. Never. We don't ever get that. The black man really leading his family. And when we see black men on TV, he's usually a goof. He's a joke. He's soft. Mm-hmm. He's doing this and a third. The woman's really the one running the show. Mm-hmm. And then we wonder why we never get any men for y'all women. There's women out here saying, yo, I want men to lead. This is the reason why they're not, because you're you're putting them out there as jokes, soft, follow the woman, look to the woman for you for you, to to guide you, and 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 it sucks because in certain areas your woman should guide you. Yes, but overall the man should be leading. He should for y'all's good, for y'all's protection. Mm-hmm. So it's such a. I always say, yo, whoever's running this shit. I'm gonna give you some claps. Hell yeah! Fuck it. Oh no, they're doing a because they got a web around us that's so intricate. 
it's crazy. You can't even talk straight to these issues. You got to talk from this angle, that angle, yeah. this one, that one, that one. You got to talk from a whole bunch of different uh, angles that they come at us. But for us, our attention spans are so short. We were so stuck in our phones. We think stuff is such a one fix. So when I say um, that magazine image is the problem, you say, no, it's not. It's a whole bunch of no, no. That's not the problem. I'm saying no. It's just a component to the different issue. The the, the it's issue. Just an illustration it's a it's of a different. Yes. It's a it's a whole bunch of different issues that we have that need For to sure. be fixed, and that may be one of them. So I I don't know. And man. I don't want to. I like you said, they got a beautiful family. Yeah. I'm not nitpicking at their relationship. I just seen it, and I was just like, people are gonna take this and internalize it differently. Then it don't help us in the long run seeing this. That's what get prop that's what gets propagated to us. Yeah. Right. Even Will Smith. Will Smith should be like our top, like one of our top black men. But he gets humiliated on TV. He acts emotional on TV. Those are the things we see. I just want us, I, I wish we had more of a well-rounded, intentional picture for us. Yeah. I think it's a it's just leaning too far to one side. I think that shit started at home, bro. They yeah. gotta see the picture at the crib first. But when but when you sit here and you tell you, well, I'm not saying this is us, but for the just the, the typical guy, when he sit here and says, Oh, that's bullshit, or that that picture's uh if he said that to his woman, he'd be seen as a hater. Because women or whoever, or just people in general, look up to Rihanna, to somebody that they don't know, have never touched, have never been uh helped by in their life, they'll look to them as more credible than their actual man or woman. I mean, that's the wrong woman for you. You, I'm man, gonna... what? Mm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Last one, man. What it takes to grow a podcast. Uh, am I... yeah, you got to lead this one, bro. Yeah. Am I uh, qualified? We still growing. You qualified, bro. It's growing. Consistency is number one. Consistency, yeah. um, having a clear vision, figuring out a message. I think that's something that, um, and me and Chris talk about this all the time, just the machine that we have going now where we're turning out the clips is is going, the subs and everything's going up, the consistency's better. But figuring out, like like you said, we made a mission statement for the pod. Like, mm-hmm. what we want to do? We started making rules, taking it, looking at it like like a business, for real. Yeah. I wouldn't tell somebody to go and spend the money I've spent to get it to look this way to begin with. That's something that I, I care about, the quality. Mm-hmm. But it's a lot of people that are shooting with their iPhones that they shit's going up. So don't don't think that you need... You know the newest Sony cameras and all these lights and a nice setting to to get a good show. If you got a mission, you cultivate into an audience and you speaking to them. You can you can make that shit move. It's all that's really what it's about. Figuring out who your audience is and giving them what they want. Um, me and Chris go back and forth a lot about certain clips and certain co- conversations that I don't feel like we're ready to have on the pod yet because our our audience hasn't hit the place where I think you can start talking about whatever you want. Yeah. Once you get to a certain plateau. And I hope not plateau like it's flatlining, but like you hit a pinnacle, then you can do what you want. All these other podcasts, once they get to a certain point, they start talking about all the things that interest them. We're all multifaceted, eclectic people in this couch, so we're all into mad different stuff. I can nerd out with y'all on anything. I was just talking about Ant-Man and fucking movies and stuff. I'm into all that. Like everything, pretty much. So we could talk about all those different things, but our audience... Even the clips that we posted are not relationship clips. They don't do mm. what the relationship clips do. They're not aimed at the the audience we're aiming at. I'm not even going to tell y'all who y'all are, but y'all we're obviously hitting it because when the numbers is coming back, it's, it's doing what it's supposed to do. So I would say what it takes to grow a podcast is consistency, creating a mission statement, knowing who your audience is or knowing who you are trying to target, um, 
you got to have a team, man. I, this is I don't I know some people do it like with one person. You set up a camera, you have mm. your talking points. One person is harder. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Yeah. Trying to talk by yourself for just 30 minutes, try it. This shit ain't easy. So I always give kudos, and then I always also say having a um like a baseline of who. Who are the podcasters that you look up to? Who are the people that you watch their content mm-hmm. and you can you get stuff from? Um, what kind of value are you creating, right? Sometimes it is just edu- edutainment, entertainment, and education, right? But some people, like, they sell courses. They, you know, uh, Bricks does fat loss stuff. They're giving you workouts. There's all these different things that people want to take from it. Yeah. Um, so creating some kind of value to your consumer. But then also, like, um, you got to love it, too, because you're not getting ain't no money in the beginning. Yeah, for none of about. us. Yeah, for none of us. Even the one percent of people that are getting paid from podcasting, there was no money for the first two years. Are you willing to do something for two years, one hundred and thirty-two episodes, and not get a dime? Yeah, that's a different kind of grind. So, mm-hmm. huh? What y'all think? I about to say, uh, we can close it, bro. Yeah, that was good. I mean, I, I think the one thing I, I was thinking the whole time, man, you got to enjoy the process. For any, for any long-term goal, you got to enjoy each episode. You got to enjoy the people you do it with, and you yes. got to make sure it doesn't feel like it's that grind, right? But anything long-term. So I, I love what you said. If you enjoy the content that you do, the value that you create, and you're really feeling like you're bringing purpose, it's not going to feel like a day job. It's going to feel like you're constantly aligning to the things you want to do. And for Kadeem, the podcast is, is his per, like mm-hmm. part of his purpose, so it doesn't feel the same as if he went to go do something else, like at work or do something else for money. So love it. It's funny because you say it's part of my purpose, but I'm telling you, your clips be going crazy. <laughs> Lydia got a clip going crazy today, finally, after mm-hmm. four years. Chris be going crazy. <laughs> I'm just glad. Because Lydia got aired out in well, the comments, and then she came back strong. You got a one-clip average oh, every yeah. four years. <laughs> What's that Jay-Z line? What you Whatever you say, you had a spark when you started, but now you should. <laughs> you can't say some shit and then double back later hey. on. Like, what you said is on the internet. Hey, you talking to that and comment? stand on it. Hey, yeah. yeah. Whoever she wrote that comment, go check I out that clip. It's what I said. I seen that clip ago. I seen that comment mad long ago. I sent it to Chris. I'm like, they ain't going to Lydia, but I ain't going to say nothing. I just hit the thumbs up and keep it moving. Oh, that too. Don't get super in your feelings about what people are saying about you on the internet, man. There are always more likes. Look, we'll get, we'll do a post, say that shit get a thousand likes. If it get a thousand likes, it might have fifty negative comments. Mm-hmm. Facts. Try four thousand. Haters are a lot more vocal. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, Try 4, yeah, 000, we, we want a thousand more likes. We want a thousand more negative comments. Like that just means that people are engaging with your content. Like you're gonna get people that are gonna say "f what you talking about." You're gonna get people just as loud to say "we love what you talking about." So yeah. just being in a space where you're okay with whatever, yeah. and like Willie said, if you're delivering stuff that you're proud of, you ain't gonna feel no type of way anyway. I don't never feel no type of way. Right. Yeah. People get he a simp, he ugly, he this, then the third. I'm like, true. Yeah. No, Double tap. Like if you stay true, keep it moving. Mm-hmm. If you stay true to whatever you say and stand on what you say, you're gonna find your tribe any fucking way. Like exactly. you're gonna have those yeah. people that really fuck with you. Like those are your that's yeah. your core audience. Mm-hmm. Ones that actually yeah. fuck with you. And then that's when you get to do whatever you want because they yeah. fuck with you as an individual. And I would say for us, the mistakes I've made podcasting is I probably would have not hired nobody at the beginning. I would have just learned how to do all this shit from the jump myself. So if you go watch the earlier stuff, I wasn't the editor. I didn't have the cameras. I didn't pick the audio equipment. And today, I've done all those things. I do all that stuff myself. I had to get in the lab and really learn how to edit. What I wanted for the camera, aperture, ISO, lighting, all that shit. I had to learn that stuff my own, edit it, all that. Those mm-hmm. hours, you know what I'm saying? They say 10,000 10, hours to, to, to master a skill. I would say I, I wanted to have more of a team but I probably should have knew what I wanted from every part of the process from the jump. Yeah. So I would say that. I wouldn't say, I don't think I overextended myself financially, 
But I know most people not spending what I've spent to do what we've done to this point. Yeah. So I would say be be wary about that. Get you some good mics, because if you're going to start and it's going to be audio, make sure your audio quality is is like that. Nobody wants to hear no raspy, Mm -hmm. scratchy stuff. But you don't got to go crazy with the camera. You don't got to go crazy with the light and the setting. You know, Chris said, hey, bro, you sure you don't want to just hang up some pictures in here? I said, hell no. (laughs) Hell no. I had a vision. I stay true to my vision, but stay true to your vision. Make it something that you feel comfortable with and just know it's a grind. It's long term if you really want to do this. Joe Budden didn't pop till like year five, and he was already famous. T.I.'s pod then came and went. Uh, no, seriously, <laughs> no, what? No, I'm sorry. T.I. gonna pull up on Matt you. Bro. Falling asleep. Oh, I'm just. He said he no, put no. it up there. What it takes no, to no, do a podcast? I'm, I'm, and I would have said we would have niched down sooner. When we first started, we were talking about too many different things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's too much stuff on the internet to cut through when you're. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say y'all are nobodies, but we're not. You know, we don't have any social cachet outside of Chris in here. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't have right. Any, so. <laughs> no, You've been true. on Shade. They had. They was like, which one, ladies? Pick one. And you were on the list of the guys they were picking from. You're that dude. That's awesome. Yeah, that's greatness. Dope. Drop a bomb for one. Drop a bomb for Chris. <laughs> oh, damn it. Niggas can just be sitting here quiet. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying? If we'd have niched down sooner and been doing this type of content, say, bruh. two years ago, bruh. we'd have been yeah. I don't a lot even, of I don't, even, I don't even like hearing you say that, bro. It's a that's fact. Just, hey, man, we learned. No, it's a, it's a learning Curve, but we was talking about even, everything. Even then, like the team on there strong. We had people come and go, all these different things. And like Willie said, just doing this stuff with people you actually like to. A lot of these podcast breakups is because they're trying to take two people that are popping from different places in life and putting them together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or people that are kind of friends, but they're not really friends. So when the money comes, it gets a little dicey because right. money is stronger than your friendship. Mm-hmm. That shit ain't going to work. These my family. I, I rock with everybody here. And actually, I'm not. The, if, I, if I had enough money to pod and go get a Benz, I'm getting them Benz before I get one. Promise. And I'm the one that would tell you not to give me no Benz, so that's the difference between... No, give it to me. I need the car. Mm-hmm. No, Can I talk shit, though? A Mazda CX. Can I talk shit to what Kadeem's saying? Uh, yeah, sure. Y'all that come at us talking about, yo, y'all y'all do is talk about relationships. Y'all heard what he said. When we first started, for years, we were talking about everything that y'all motherfuckers love on social media. Everything. Won't yeah. get nowhere. Nowhere. So please stop. The clips that I even post that don't even talk about relationships, y'all don't like them. Willie said some real shit about HBCU. That shit got 18 likes. likes. Yeah. I had to 18 it. 18 likes. It was, it was why, why, don't y'all, why y'all just talk about relationships? Shut the fuck up. Because yeah. that's what you like. Shut up. It had us all Because that's what your girl algorithm. like, and that's what your auntie like. Yeah. That's why. And they share it, and then you see it, and you be like, what these dudes talking about? Hey. So then you come to the page, and the page got traction. And your girl shares Chris's uh, statuses every day, nigga. You didn't know that. She's at work sharing his clips, nigga. His points on the pod and his personal. <laughs> they are in the comments like telling Chris, shit. this is the voice exactly. we need. To exactly. <laughs> he the so voice I know. That's, that's why you niggas is mad. I get it. Next thing you know, somebody sending you Chris's clips from a go-around that your girl started. I know yeah, that shit I, sucks, I, I, <laughs> they not even gonna talk about the four thousand comments I'm get of people no, talking no, cash shit about me. Niggas is over here getting mad because they sharing your shit. If back he got four thousand clips about him talking shit, mm. that means he had ten thousand. His, his, his girl yeah. coming home. It's always more you... likes than dislikes. Right. I promise you. Yeah, they are. Your girls. Oh, I almost wish they had a dislike button. I do too. Yeah. They do on YouTube. Hit the dislike button just as much. Yeah, hit that. Run yeah. that. All of it is it, y'all interacting with the algorithm. Go yeah. on, if you use Spotify, there's a voice message function. You could say, yo, we love y'all. You could ask a question on there. There's a million different things. There's a voice message link on Spotify. You can say whatever you want on there. I don't care. You could say, hey, Chris, where you at? Hey, Willie, I heard you on be boom, boom, boom. I got something for you. I got you. I will set that up. <laughs> uh, 
Quest is living yeah, wrong. I know. <laughs> I'm trying to help y'all out, man. But no, you killed that, bro. Hundred percent. Man, we've been doing this shit too long not to know have an answer to that. Right. Mm. No, you killed that. I've been saying you got to do like a little. You got to do a course, bro. Yeah. Set up a course. Mm. It, yeah, I will. Once a thousand dollars and the merch is out of here, and then the Patreon, then we can set up yeah. Some, yeah. some type. Thousand dollars for the course. We coming with the uh, pod course. Mm-hmm. <sighs> I'd want to prove that we could get another pod to pop first, but I feel you. Anyway, man, make sure y'all, like Sienna always says. Like, subscribe, hit the bell. Hit the bell. I appreciate y'all, old listeners, new listeners, everybody that hits us up on YouTube. Y'all got any questions for us? Shout out to old girl that had the question on the last episode 131. I know that's out now. Go check that out. Let me sure y'all tell me what y'all like. Thumbs up, thumbs down, don't matter. We out. Yeah. I like podcast, daddy.